The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. That really is not true. And thank God. Thank God. And I do mean God with capital G. O D. We found the pig. Now, does that mean since we found the pig that you officially have pig rights? I'm trying to make up for the last three weeks of this pig pig being uh, MIA. Yeah, boy, boy, did we miss that. Yeah, I'm glad we. I mean, really, I'm whew, happy. I would hate to, for that to go missing again. Can- <laughs> Well, Did you have anything to do to with happen. that? And can we settle something right now? Because there's a, a big discussion on Twitter uh, that pops up every now and is then. Is there? Yeah. Is, 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 there? The, okay. is the pig named Bill? Or is it named JJ for Jeffy Jr.? I really don't know the answer to that question. Uh, like a pig with two names. I may have said that his name was Bill or something when we were trying to name it. It was I don't a Bill remember. Clinton reference. Yeah. Bill Jr. or Jeffy Jr.? Anyway, he'll answer to uh, whatever the hell we want him to answer to. But he's back, and I'm so glad I missed it. Yeah, well, I, Keith, I'm. Yeah, you did too, right? I'm happy, happy that the missed him like a brother found because he yeah. probably is. Because we, we, we barely survived without him. I know, I missed him without him. Can we put him away now? No, I don't want to put him away. I don't want you to touch him. He's going to be right there the entire time. All right, well, Pat comes back. I am. Um, yeah, where is Pat? We are arguing uh, that you do not have rights to okay. that. Okay. Uh, did uh, Pat Gray. His uh, kidney shut down uh, as or something? As, I, I don't know where Pat is. <laughs> I was told uh-huh. uh, via the internet last night that he has some sort of throat issue. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not true. No, he uh, he definitely he was uh, struggling. Uh, so, and so I came in and I, I, I immediately texted Chris Cruz this morning and said, that's supposed to have strep throat. Hose down the studio. Hose down the studio. <laughs> You're and more so, thoughtful and, than me. <laughs> and he said, he, Keith, or Chris said that he did it, but I came in immediately after the morning show when I got here, and I mean, I hosed this whole thing down. Yeah, and so when I came in here to work in this room earlier, it was like the all-star home run derby last night where the fireworks go off and there was smoke. <laughs> you couldn't see the ball. So when I came in here, I, I could not oh, breathe. I, I had to I, work in another room. I, I knew I had the bleach wipes in my office, but I brought a can of Lysol. I hosed this thing <laughs> down, man. Good. And Good. If, if, if it's too late. Pat, we're coming for you. If Pat Gray I swear. got me sick mm-hmm. yesterday. With his disease. Mm-hmm. You and me both. I sat in here for hours on end with the man. And then I get that information last night. Oh, boy. So I guess I hope that he gets better. Mm-hmm. You, wait, uh, you I mean, guess you hope. I guess I hope he gets <laughs> You guess you hope. Of course I hope he gets better. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, he's sick, so, uh, you know, say a prayer for him and hope that he gets better and hope that you know, oh, modern, that sounds very modern, uh, sincere. Modern medicine yeah, makes it better. Say a prayer for him. <laughs> yeah, say a prayer uh, for him. Hopefully yeah. it gets better, maybe. If, you know what? If you pray, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah. Nobody stop. <laughs> Not yet. It's getting there in this country. Go ahead. Say a prayer for him. If you feel like, ah, ah, okay, that's fine. Don't worry about it. All right, so I'm having a tough time. Welcome to the broadcast. This is uh, Pat Unleashed uh, on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can use that to uh, participate in the show if you'd like. You can uh, tweet uh, at Pat Unleashed, uh, at Jeffy MRA. 
at uh, Keith. The Blaze Keith. The Blaze Keith. Thank you. And the Blaze Keith, because every time, now I see Hangry. Right, it's still angry. Should I just change it name? to Hangry no, Keith? Whatever, I'm just. You want me to do that? The, the at. I might is do that. At the Blaze Keith. Yeah, I'm right? kind of tempted okay. to do that. By the way, nice effort. Uh, I, I was listening while I was away. Nice try in uh, getting Pat to mention uh, your handle, your Twitter handle. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if he's got a block there, but he just refers to Oh, he most to definitely do does. So, uh, yeah, yeah. At, at Jeffy MRA. He most definitely does. <laughs> Um, the uh, I have I'm having a tough time uh, hating our president Donald Trump over the uh, the treasonous comments that were made uh, because I don't really think they were treasonous and I I know that the, the world is uh, you know believes that it's the end of times because uh, of this performance in Helsinki. That uh, is going to bring down the United States. Um, I don't. I don't know that that's actually true, um, except for the statement. Well, there's nothing really that has changed in our philosophy uh, toward Russia, about Russia, uh, about Vladimir Putin. It's just that Donald Trump is being Donald Trump. That's what he does. But I know the New York Daily News had their fun. Uh, their cover today, which uh, if you're watching on uh, Blaze Television, you'll see uh, you'll see that. And it was look, he's uh, he he put that up. The the Daily News is uh, they love him, and you know that they love him because they put up this open treason with Trump, uh, you know, holding hands with Vlad and uh, shooting uh, Mr. America, Captain America. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful cover. It's beautiful. Love it. Uh, and and is it? I I don't see it. I really don't. I, 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 I look. He's Donald Trump. He's going to he's going to say what he's going to say, and nothing really changed for the United States, right? I mean, you look. Disagree with me. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three. It's fine. You can disagree with me, but I, I seriously, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. The is it treason? No. Uh, you know, I know a lot of Republicans uh, quickly uh, distance themselves from uh, from Donald Trump. Uh, the Democrats came out, uh, you know, slamming him, of course, which is part of the problem uh, that no matter what, uh, Donald Trump could have walked out there and said uh, and started uh, hollering at Vlad and calling him the worst leader in the world and a murderer. And I don't even know why I'm standing here in Helsinki with you, and the Democrats would have called it horrendous that he's treating uh, one of a fellow world leader that way. I mean, I just, I don't, uh, shut up. <laughs> you, you hate, you, you have, you have, you have that Trump, de- what is it, Trump derangement. And it's, it goes, it goes beyond rational thinking. I did love the uh, Wolf Blitzer uh, interview with Rand Paul uh, yesterday. And Wolf uh, was absolutely stunned that he was thinking differently than Rand Paul and couldn't understand Rand Paul not thinking the way he thinks. This is that interview. Senator, do you believe that what uh, President Trump did today here in Helsinki was good? I think it was a great idea and a good good idea to meet with the Russians and to have engagement conversations and to make sure that we don't accidentally uh, stumble into war. 
Everybody, everybody agrees it's good to have good relations with Russia, to have a dialogue with Russia. But do you believe it was good that the president of the United States threw his intelligence community under the bus and sided with Putin? I don't see it that way at all, but I do see that many Democrats have come forward and they basically want a confrontation. They they suggested that he not meet with Putin. So really the question of to meet or not meet, almost every Democrat in Washington came on your program and other programs and said he shouldn't meet with Putin. That's the kind of sort of, I think, uh, simplistic thinking that leads to war. We should continue to have conversation even with our adversaries, probably most particularly with our yeah. adversaries. Well, I got to tell you, Senator, it's not just Democrats. It's a whole bunch of your fellow Republicans who think uh, it was a mistake, especially now with hindsight. And now. I also have to tell you, based on everything we're hearing, a lot of his own national security, military uh, and diplomatic right, personnel, right. they also agree this was a huge blunder on the part of the president of the United States uh, to uh, exit from this meeting with Putin the way he did. It's going to cause no. enormous enormous grief for the president and for we'll his administration, now, but I'm grateful to you as usual for joining us and expressing your views. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's absolutely amazing. Editorial time? Big time, because of, because Rand wasn't agreeing with him. Why have a guest on if all you're going to do is say, well, okay, here's why you're wrong. I mean, that's what he wanted. He wanted Rand to agree with him, that it was you know a horrific thing, and Rand was having none of it. Hmm. And uh, I, that was Wolf could not take it. It was fascinating. Uh, and I, and I, I look was I know that they have their committees in Washington have said that uh, you know the hacking uh, occurred, but uh, I know that uh, we've also uh, there's been uh, reports and uh, investigations that have said that uh, the Russian hacking into the DNC computers uh, really that data was leaked, not hacked, uh, because uh, they had to be it had to be taken from a person with physical access to the dnc computers so there was no hacking there uh was there hacking in, in other areas yes uh there absolutely was some hacking uh i believe in illinois or indiana right with, mm-hmm. the, with the state level many voting. states but uh and they couldn't get into a lot of the states right but uh you know that's what donald trump does right and you heard glenn say earlier today and i i really i couldn't agree with with it more is that Trump hears that and believes that when you say that, you don't think he's the legitimate president, and he's not going to have that. He's just not going to have it. He won't. He he is the legitimate president, and that's, you know, whether it's, you know, in his mind or not, and, and trust me, he is the president, right? Let's be honest. He's the president of the United States. You can say you want him out of there. You can ask to have him uh, impeached. Uh, you can try to want to kick him out. But, you know, of course, you've hated him from day one. You've hated him prior to day one. And when he be, when it became day one, you hated him even more because it was actually day one. You couldn't get rid of him because your girl couldn't do it. Your girl that was already uh, anointed from on high wasn't really anointed from on high, was she? No. No. It's just kind of politics today isn't it yeah it is and i know that they're uh, you know according one of my uh, one of my uh, favorite tweets from last night uh, with the uh, fallout from donald trump and there are there are many 
Uh, but one of my favorites are there are nasty Obama leftovers in the deep state that tried to frame the real Donald Trump and want to destroy him. Of course, the president should proceed with caution with the Dems and media blame Putin without any proof of Russia affected our 2016 election. You know, OK, look, you have those people and you have our people that are uh, all wound up and saying that, uh, uh, you know, what about Obama? What about Clinton? Uh, they weren't all wound up when uh, Obama went on his world apology tour. Uh, they weren't all wound up when uh, Obama was talking uh, to Iran, and um, everything was great. Are they uh, are they worse than Putin? Is that worse than saying uh, with being with Putin and uh, with Donald Trump? I remember the reset button with Hillary. I uh, remember the Syria Assad. Uh, ringing any bells there with Hillary? So let's not pretend. Let's not pretend that, you know, it's uh, going to be the end of the world because it's not. Because you, you didn't have anything to say except great things when the great Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton were doing their things. And I know even uh, Obama had his, uh, his, his latest speech. Of course, he had to chime in a little bit. And my favorite, uh, my favorite line from that speech uh, Obama notes uh, utter loss of shame among political leaders when they're caught in a lie and they just double down. <laughs> Barack, uh, hello. Seriously. Uh, hello. Uh, the phone is calling for you. Uh, and in fact, the phone is really calling for your Secretary of State's husband who began the double down. Uh, if it, as long as you just, just keep saying it. And who then you took notes and went, oh, that works. Yeah, we'll just keep repeating the same lie over and over again and just double down, never go back. It's absolutely amazing. And now you're going to say that, oh, the political progress is just moving so fast now and that people just double down. And it's absolutely amazing. And uh, he targeted uh, politics of fear, resentment, retrenchment. Are you kidding me? That was all he did. All right. So let's not kid ourselves. Uh, This will not be the end of the world for Donald Trump. And uh, you can beat it all you want. You can quote me on that. And it's not going to. uh... (laughs) Thank you. I I think, God, we don't have to worry about that bell on the show. A little cross-promotion there. <laughs> Morning, Blaze. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern here at theblazeradio.com. Congress is now holding two crypto hearings tomorrow. Oh, wow. Two crypto hearings tomorrow. Wait. <laughs> what? That's never a good thing. Whenever they show interest in new technology uh, or, or new no. methods of making money. <laughs> so let's remember that Thursday we're going to explore this <laughs> uh, cryptocurrency and uh, what to do and how to purchase them and which ones to purchase at BeckCryptoShow.com this Thursday. Glenn, going to be hosting it along with uh, Tika Tawari, uh, backcryptoshow.com. Now's the time to get in. It's free, but you have to register. You're going to discover the new case for Bitcoin. He's going to reveal the names of three cryptos uh, that, uh, that Tika recommends and that you should buy now. And so if you have an opportunity, you should maybe put, I don't know, whatever you can afford. 
20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, set it off to the side and wait till Thursday night and then be like everybody else and jump buy in. Don't be, you know, you heard Pat talk about joking around about Bitcoin. I was sitting in the same room making the same jokes <laughs> when it went to 300. Uh-huh. Should have bought it 250. When it went to 500, should have bought it 425. When it went to 1,000, should have bought a 900, and onward and onward up to, I don't know, fifteen to $16,000. Should have bought it 13000 yeah. So now I'm left with BeckCryptoShow.com. Join us, all right? Figure out what you're going to do with a little bit. Everybody should have some, and let's find out which ones we should have. And you're going to get a chance to take part in the Palm Beach Letters exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. Get all the details and register this for this free event. Glenn Beck, uh, you know, Glenn wants you there, right? And you know what? So do I. If you have an opportunity to invest a few hundred dollars and become uh, financially stable for the rest of your life in the next few years, why would you look away from that opportunity? You shouldn't. BeckCryptoShow.com. BeckCryptoShow.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeffy, we, we have a poll, Jeffy. Hold on. Do you ever learn to turn your mic on? It was on. No, it wasn't. It's on right now. It is now because they turned it on for you. That's, what, that's his job. It's not his job. <laughs> it's your job to know when to turn on a microphone because you know when you prefer to speak. He's, when he sees me talking, he turns it on. Okay. It's fine. But yeah, we have a poll. We have a poll. just went out uh, at the Blaze at, Keith. Mm-hmm. You okay. Can find it. And uh, uh, what is that poll? Uh, well, and I'm going to I'm going to call Pat. He can't speak, but I'm going to get him on the phone. Maybe he can uh, retweet it uh, at Pat Unleashed. <laughs> but the poll, <laughs> as we try to settle this once and for all, we got to name this pig. We can't we he can't have two names. I mean, that's just not what does he think he is? Prince. And so uh, basically does have an ID number on him, though, is it is it Jeffy Jr.? Or is it did he, did he come across the border or is it Bill? Zero five zero two two zero one seven. Wow. That's his code. That's his stamp. That's his prison ID number. So here we go. So be sure to uh, check out the poll uh, on the Twitter. What are, I mean, do, what are the choices? Jeffy Jr. or Bill the Pig? Oh, Bill the Pig's going to win. Uh, so far, you would be incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm voting for Bill. Mm-hmm. I'm voting for Bill. So that makes me think that I will uh, I will actually lose that and think it'll be <laughs> Jeffy Jr., but that's okay. Uh, you know, I listen to uh, everyone, uh, all the pundits, uh, discuss the uh, the treasonous Donald Trump in Helsinki with Vlad, and uh, I kept wondering, well, what did he actually say? And so I wanted the the Guardian, and you know, God love them. 
Uh, they put together a uh, key moments uh, of the Trump-Putin press conference. So I thought, look, let at least hear some of it. So you get an idea of actually what was said. Because I know we're all throwing fits over what was said, but what was said. With the whole world watching, tell President Putin, would you denounce what happened in 2016? And would you warn him to never do it again? All I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, He just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. (laughs) And what he he did is an incredible offer. He offered to have the people working on the case come and work with their investigators with respect to the 12 people. I think that's an incredible offer. The probe is a disaster for our country. I think it's kept us apart. It's kept us separated. There was no collusion at all. Uh, Everybody knows it. As to who is to be believed and who is not to be believed, you can trust no one if you you take this. Where did you get this idea that President Trump trusts me or I trust him? He defends the interests of the United States of America, and I do defend the interests of the Russian Federation. We should be guided by facts. Could you name a single fact that would definitively prove the collusion. This is utter nonsense. What happened to the server? What happened to the servers of the Pakistani gentlemen that worked on the DNC? Where are those servers? They're missing. Where are they? What happened to Hillary Clinton's emails? 33,000 emails, gone, just gone. I I think in Russia they wouldn't be gone so easily. I think it's a disgrace. The Russian government have any compromising material on President Trump or his family? <laughs> yes, we do. And here they are. <laughs> Come on. I called him a competitor, and a good competitor he is. Uh, and I think the word competitor is a, uh, it's a compliment. Uh, I think that uh, we will be competing when you talk about the pipeline. I'm guy. not sure necessarily that... Uh, it's in the best interests of Germany or not, but that was a decision that they made. I believe that Russia is a democratic state, and I hope you're not denying this right to your own country. You're not denying that United States is a democracy. Do you believe the United States is a democracy? Uh, and if no, so, we're not. if it is a democratic state, by the way, so then the final conclusion in this kind of a dispute can only be delivered by a trial. <laughs> I'll give this ball to you, and now the ball is in your court. Oh, see, just like it's in the reset button. That's very nice. That will go to my son, Baron. We have no question. Tech Melania, here you go. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Okay, look, can we get another voice for Vlad? Please. I don't know who that'd be, mm-hmm. but I would just like to have... Maybe James Earl Jones? Some, okay. That works, right? That's fine. I mean, I don't know that... Well, I mean, but these countries can afford James. Hmm. He might do it. Does he know Russian? He might do it for, uh, you know... Ooh, that's a good point. See, I mean, that's... But you just need you just need James to say what it would be in English, so you just need a translator telling James what to say. <laughs> James could do that. Oh, yeah. No problem. Just put the earpiece in and just tell him what to say. Mm-hmm. Spymaster. Oh... 
Spymaster, yes, <laughs> is this summer's must-read thriller. The latest number one New York Times bestselling author, Brad Thor. Brad Thor, my man. A rumor, a remote cabin in Norway, and an American intelligence operative charged with stopping the next world war before it begins. Counterterrorism expert Scott Harvass. Mission. It's one of the deadliest he has ever undertaken. The Real Spy Book says Spymaster is filled with enough action for two books. Uh, those are That's Brad's books, right? I mean, he's... Come on, Brad Thor. Uh, I, I love Brad. And uh, the Washington Post uh, declared Thor convincingly portrays Russia as a reborn Cold War era evil empire hell-bent on reconquering its former territory. Nice. Spymaster by Brad Thor. It's on sale now wherever books are sold. Spymaster by Brad Thor. And, uh, you know, just uh, buy the book and then uh, tweet Brad and tell him how much you love it. He'll retweet it. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. returns welcome to the broadcast pat gray unleashed pat unleashed on the blaze radio network you can uh, participate by calling 1-888-900-3393 if you'd like or you can you know just tweet us with the hashtag put that in your pipe uh reagan coop uh, can you imagine if hashtag trump dropped putin a huge bag of cash in the middle of the night like <laughs> someone else we knew with the ran I know, I know, I know. The standard is beyond doubled at this point. The left literally just don't have a standard. No truce. I know. That's why it's so hard to take. uh, At Swank Think, uh, it certainly wasn't treason. I do, however, think it was ridiculous to side with Putin over our intelligence agencies. I get he's mad at them right now, but that's too far. If he doesn't distance himself from Vladimir, I will not vote for him in 2020. You you know, you, you make a good point. You really do, and and I and I understand it. I just uh, I don't know that he actually. I mean, he sided with Putin the way Donald Trump sides with people, right? Because he said nice things about uh, some of the European leaders as well. But then when he sits down at NATO, he says, "Hey, start paying your way," and everybody gets mad at him again. And then he called him our enemy. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Is that right? So that's going to be fascinating in 2020 when the uh, campaign ads come out and it's a role reversal time and the Democrats are airing stuff that Trump has said in praise of Putin and stuff he said, you know, against the EU. Um, it's just going to be it's going to be something to behold, the 2020 election cycle. <laughs> I don't care who's running against him. <laughs> and uh, at uh, Mike uh, Hermanet, uh, well, come to think of it, it's all blurred out. I don't, know why, I don't know why this. I can't even read it. So we'll just we'll just move what do you mean on. It's blurred out? No, I can't even read it. Oh, it's I, I can read out. it. You need to get uh, your glasses uh, fixed there. Um, if the pig is not named Jeffy Junior, we have a poll at Pat Unleashed. You can find it right now. But uh, your choices are Jeffy Junior or Bill the Pig. Um, that uh, Mike Hermanette will consider a, a failure of the Jackhole Nation <laughs> if if we don't go with <laughs> Jeffy Junior. I, I don't know how. By the way, how did you read that? Because it's all blurry. Yeah, I, well, because I, I just got my eyes fixed. Uh, but it's 59 to 41 right now. Yeah. And the uh, Jeffy Jr. name leading of course. the way. Of course. Go ahead. Hmm? 
I'm still calling it Bill. You can't make me not call it Bill. Uh, Neil Cavuto, uh, according to this, uh, destroyed the Trump presser uh, with Putin uh, on his uh, broadcast uh, yesterday. And I have not seen this. And uh, let's uh, take a look at what Neil uh, had to do. This was the time and the place for the president to look Putin squarely in the eye and said, you will be punished for what you did in 2016 and don't ever think about doing that again. But he didn't. And that's what made it disgusting. That's what made his performance disgusting. I'm sorry, it's just the only way I feel. It's not a right or left thing to me. It's just wrong. A U.S. president on foreign soil talking to our biggest enemy or adversary or competitor, I I don't know how we define them these days, is essentially (laughs) letting the guy get away with this and not even, you know, uh, offering a mild, a mild criticism. (laughs) That, 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 That sets us back a lot. However... What all of the all of any of our uh, political uh, ties that we have with Russia and any of our sanctions are still in place. Nothing went away. So I, I don't know. You know, nothing changed except that he said, hey, you know, Vlad said he'd help out. What a good guy. I thought it was a great, great offer. Thanks. I mean, that. see, that's what I mean. That's Donald Trump. And look, it's what you get. This is the kind of guy you wanted in office. This is the guy you wanted that would, you know. He's going to go out, he's going to say what he thinks, and when he says what he thinks and you don't like it, now you think he's a horrible politician, he's a horrible president. When he says what you like, he's number one, he's great, you love him. So you got to take both sides of the sword. I just, I, I know, it's hard, it's hard for me. I, I have a tough time, I don't even know why they did it, I really don't. I, I don't know why they gave the press conference. Mm-hmm. It really is kind of agonizing. I know Keith mentioned in the break that, uh, you know, he had a problem with the, you know, the reporters uh, you know, trying to get these guys to fight and trying to, you know, trying to find a way to needle these guys in. I, I, oh, they shouldn't even have done the press conference. They should have come out, made a statement. We had a nice chat. Everything's fine. Here's a soccer ball. Get out of here. Have a nice day. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, yeah. I, I, that press conference did neither of them any good, as far as I could see. Hmm. But, I don't know. You think Vlad did better? Uh, Made Vlad look good? I don't know. Why about would that. why would why would you assume that? Well Because it did. <laughs> <laughs> because it did. It absolutely did. Unfortunately, I don't think it's treason. It's, it's just no, it's Trump not. not able to um be presidential at that point in time. Well, and that's what you get with him, right? And and like you just said, that's what you get with him. Yep. But, you know, sometimes uh, maybe just don't say anything. Just say, you know, don't, you don't have to answer questions. You can well, just we say, say that all the time, right? I mean, we try to remind people all the time, at least I do, is that if cameras show up at your house because something happened in your neighborhood, you don't have to talk to them. And you don't have to say, oh, sure, come on in, let me say something stupid so the rest of the world can make fun of me forever. You don't have to do that. You can say, uh, no, thank you. No, you, you could say, you have know, a nice day. Um, uh, Mr. Putin and myself had a, a good conversation, uh, the details of which I would prefer to not discuss in this forum. I will just say, I'm okay. I will right. just say that um, we have um, uh, uh, always had great intelligence uh, in this country, um, and I respect the job that they do. But as far as um, the specifics of uh, our 2016 related discussions, um, those were uh, for a private meeting that I'm just not going to share. Next question, who we got? Okay, I, 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 that could have been the statement. We're done. Have a nice Seriously. day. Look, take care. 
Lonnie and I are going back. We're out of here. Have a but nice he day. Can't, he no, can't. He can't do that. He has to talk. Oh, dear God. You know what he does. I know. You I don't know. need me to tell you. And it's no, no. And look, we've been, that's what I'm saying. You know, you got, this is what you wanted voting him in. So this is what you're going to get. So uh, I, that's why I don't, I, I don't think, I think he still, he lives after this fine. Hmm. He'll be fine. It's just, is Donald Trump. He's, that's how he's done business his whole life. And look, he does. I, does he get along with uh, Vladimir? Yeah, probably he gets along with every other mobster in New York over the years. But that's all. <laughs> Vladimir is another mobster in Russia. The same thing. They're built on the same way. It's just a, a mobster with a different accent. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's the same guy. Yeah. They're all the same guys. So does, does he get along with them? Yeah, you know he does. Uh, you know, but again, now except for. The uh, you know the look of what he had to say. Nothing else really changed against Russia. You know any of our sanctions, any of that. And we you know we didn't give up anything. So other other than while our good name in the in our uh, in our CIA really. What about our good name in the FBI? Really? Did we give up those good names? Did we? Okay. Did you say so? And one of the, I do love. Uh, the uh, protests in uh, Helsinki against uh, the horrible Donald Trump uh, coming there. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, the dur- and during the the summit, it was. I mean, they were protesting in Helsinki before Trump arrived, while Trump and Putin were having their uh, summit, and they were all wound up about. It, they're in Helsinki, and they're all wound up about how, hating Donald Trump, and they have uh, they had these pregnant uh, Donald Trumps marching around, yelling, screaming, and they had uh, uh, they were all protesting uh, the horrific gag rule. Then you know how horrific the gag rule is. Right, I mean, don't, don't kid yourself. That's what they're protesting. And, w- and then when you say to yourself, well, first, let's watch them protest the global gag rule. That's good stuff. U.S. federal funding to NGOs providing abortions. And I'll tell you a little bit. If Trump got pregnant, there wouldn't be a gag rule. Blessed be the immigrant child. Let's make human rights great again. Stop Putin. Berate Ukraine. Save Europe. The things that motivate people to It's amazing. Speak. I only oh, show that guy taking his uh, side away. There we go. Nuclear. The damn treaty. He wouldn't give it up. That guy, they dragged him out. If he'd have given up the sign, they wouldn't have dragged him out at the press conference. They just had to give up the sign. Journalist. Uh, uh, who was this guy again? Was he really a journalist, though? I don't know. Sneak I, in no, there? I don't know. I should have looked that up. Better. I don't know. Uh, the global gag rule, uh, also known as the Mexico City policy, oh. was first introduced by President Ronald Reagan. Separate law already restricts U.S. foreign assistance funding for abortions overseas. So these people are mad that they're not getting money from us <laughs> so that they can have abortions. Yeah. The global gag rule goes a step further and prevents foreign organizations receiving U.S. international family planning funds 
from providing information, referrals, or services for legal abortion or advocating for access to abortion services in their country. I tell you what, that is one thing that really motivates me to go and protest in front of the Capitol. It's right? that I have to pay to murder a child. <laughs> the government won't just pay for that murder. They make me pay for it. It's, there's got to be more to it than that. Mm. Right? I mean, this is, I'm, just, I'm reading what uh, this is from Planned Parenthood's website. Uh, I, their Planned Parenthood uh, global and global gag rule and what it does. And, I, and I'm just, uh, uh, I'm, I, it's got to be more to it than that, that they're so pissed that they're going to protest to end this gag rule so that they can get money from uh, you and me to have their abortions overseas. Uh, no, thanks. Now, uh, oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. See, now I love you. I didn't go far enough. Donald Trump expanded this gag rule, okay? And one of his first executive actions in office, for the first time in history of this policy, it targets international organizations who work on any U.S.-funded global health program, including HIV, AIDS, prevention and treatment, maternal and child health, and Zika programs. So, I'm confused because these organizations, we still give money to for that. We just don't give money to those organizations if they will also give abortions, right? Hmm. Uh, You know what? I'm back to hating Donald Trump again. I mean, what is he doing? Mm -hmm. When we can't spend our tax money on people having abortions overseas, man, something is wrong. Something is wrong. It's absolutely amazing. And they hate him no matter what it no matter what it is. No matter what it is. <laughs> it's and now we're all fawning over uh Barack Obama's uh new speech uh yesterday. Uh went on for uh, the uh in uh Johannesburg. Uh, he, you know, he's marking the 100th anniversary of anti-apartheid, uh, Nelson Mandela's birth. Um, he didn't mention Obama, of course. Why would he do that? I mean, he didn't mention Trump. Why would he do that? But uh, he definitely uh, said some great things about uh, politics of fear, resentment, retrenchment. They're on the move at a pace unimaginable just a few years ago. Really? Barack? He attacked strongman politics? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Mr. Constitutionalist. Those in. in power seek to undermine every institution. That gives democracy meaning. Oh, Barack. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. His words were met with cheers. Of course they were. 14,000 people gathered at the Cricket Stadium in Johannesburg. Yay. Oh, it was streamed online, too. Oh, we Why didn't it? I know that? Gosh, darn, I would have watched I'd rather watch that live than just hear about it. I wonder if he, and I, I seriously do not know the answer to the question I'm going to ask. Did he bring up uh, all of the uh, genocide that's basically happening down there in uh, South Africa? I'm sure that was uh, part of the, uh, probably the centerpiece of uh, Obama's speech. Huh? It's not, hmm? it's not, it's not mentioned here. I'm looking up the transcript and I'll get back to you. Okay, because I, I, well, this article, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mention that. It just talks about, um, drawing on broader themes and his admiration for Mandela 
America's first class president, saw as a mentor. And he thought so much of him as a mentor that he tried to, you know, flirt and have fun at the funeral. Oh, that's right. That's right. With the... Some lady. With Miss from the Netherlands. <laughs> the Netherlands uh, leader. Or there's one... Yeah, she, she was one of the leaders, right? Was he punching above his weight in that day? I don't know. She she looked like she was all for it. It was Michelle that was against it. The wife was pissed. And he was all flirting with her, taking selfies, having fun, laughing it up, yucking it up with her. Well, that's what you do at the funeral yeah, of a yeah. world leader. Is you uh, flirt with someone, not your spouse, and take selfies in the crowd. <laughs> and that's typical, right? It is. Okay. It absolutely is. And just a reminder uh, from uh, at Sleeve Me Alone on Twitter, who... Uh, Wanted to remind us that, uh, remember when the media was upset when Obama disparaged Fox News? <laughs> hey, and me either. There you go. Thank you. There you go. I know. It's absolutely agonizing. All right, so where are we at? We are at uh, a time in the world when things are changing so fast. And you think to yourself, I've got to find a way to invest and make some money. Nothing seems to be working. Cryptocurrencies are the wave of the future and they're they're already the wave is already coming you might as well jump on and uh bitcoin is there there's others that are there that you can jump on and gain your financial freedom so if you'd like to know uh how to potentially make your fortune with cryptos like some free investment training back com. register for glenn special free live online investment training broadcast this thursday july 19th okay You'll get, uh, you register, it's free. You just have to register online at uh, beckcryptoshow.com. During the event, uh, he's going to be interviewing uh, Tika Tawari uh, from Palm Beach Letter. And uh, he's going to share a few facts about Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies that you'll never hear about in the fake news media. <laughs> he's also going to reveal uh, behind the scenes push to cryptos to the new highs. And don't forget that Congress is holding two crypto hearings oh. the day before this. Oh, that's going to help it. So, uh, yeah, oh, regulation helps everything, doesn't it? Get in now. Hmm. Uh, he's also going to, this is kind of cool, and, and I, it kind of ticks me off that we don't know what they are in advance, but uh, he's going to share three <laughs> cryptocurrencies that he recommends that you should buy right now. Um, I would like for, uh, you know, maybe we get him on. If Pat's sick tomorrow, we get Tika on tomorrow. Okay. Right? He's going to be, well, yep. Thursday. Maybe we can Pat, get him be to sick tell, for three days. And we'll get him on Thursday. Tell the Pat and, audience ahead of time? Yes. Uh-huh. Or at least us off the air. Uh-huh. And you share the names <laughs> of the three cryptocurrencies you should buy, you'll have a chance to take part in the Palm Beach. Because if we know that, because we don't get to take part in the exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, we're part of the deal. Sure. So we don't get to pr- hmm? we don't get to participate in the $2 million Bitcoin giveaway like you do <laughs> if you go to BetCryptoShow.com. But we got to get him to tell us the three ahead of time. Don't miss this opportunity. Go to BeckCryptoShow.com. Register now for this exclusive broadcast event. It's free. Just got to register. BeckCryptoShow.com. Seriously, he, he, Glenn hasn't told you what they are yet, has he? Am I under oath? Yes. I have no idea. Lies so I, have no, I have no idea. BeckCryptoShow.com. <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed The Blaze Radio Network
I mean, that's a fact. Let's be honest. Pat Gray. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, Pat Gray uh, under the weather today. He's uh, well, attempting to be back tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, Jeff Fisher uh, sitting in for uh, Pat Gray. And, of course, uh, Keith is here as well, just like every other day. Barry in Indiana, you are on the broadcast. Welcome to it. Good morning, guys. Morning, hey, uh, I need to know a little something. Uh, you guys got it up there on your white chalkboard that uh, anytime you get a chance to say that uh, Donald Trump's not presidential, well, I, I'm, I'm misunderstanding what you're saying, what you're asking. Huh? Well, it seems, it seems like that's a talking point for the blaze right now. I'm a 12-hour-a-day listener. I drive a truck, and I listen to you guys for about 12 hours a day. Great. Every thank you. One of you except, every one of you except Buck Sexton comes on every day and tells, tells me how unpresidential Donald Trump is. I don't believe I said well, that. It, oh, I did. Oh, okay. Absolutely. I mean, there's no chalkboard, they, oh, Barry. Oh. There's no chalkboard, but... Was he or was he not? If you had to decide one way or the other, was he or was he not presidential yesterday in Helsinki at the press conference with Vladimir Putin? Well, here's here's my point that I want to make to you on this. this is is all these other guys that have been supposedly presidential. Right. What good have they done? It? I know. Not a damn bit. I know. Okay. That's why I said Obama, this is what that's why I said this is what you get. Obama and wasn't presidential that. either. Obama telling um uh, uh, well, that's his point, though. Yeah, I, I, so I'm not saying it's – that's just it. You don't have to have one or the other, okay, Barry? You don't have to say Trump's not presidential, and then the flip means that I mean that Obama is or was. So please, don't misconstrue this. I'm telling you um, my observation is that he was not presidential yesterday, and yes, I do think that we have suffered as a country because of it. Well, that, I guess that's an opinion formed by you. I'm not so sure that there's been anything that he's done that's necessarily hurt us. Uh, I can't. I, I don't think you can actually point to anything that Obama did, that Bill Clinton did, that George W. Bush did. Any of them guys that you can sit back and say because they were presidential, it really helped out. Mm. Well, the news oh, of the right. day is the Helsinki visit, and so that's what we're discussing today. But yeah, yeah. I think we've probably lacked in presidential presidents for almost a hundred years now. Yeah. And, so. and, and you do have a point, Barry, and, and thank you for your call. And I appreciate it. I understand where you're coming from. He does have a great point on you know what even you know being presidential didn't get him anything. Mm-hmm. And and look, I got it. But that's one of the things that we talked about as well. When as I as I said earlier. This is what you voted for. Yes. This is what you got. Yes. So there are going to be times Mm -hmm. when you're very, very happy about him not being presidential and saying what what you want to hear and being loud and boisterous. There are going to be other times when that same thing gets him into a little trouble, and you can't just overlook it. You can't just say it's okay. Yeah, let me see if I can help Barry um, from my perspective. Just a quick moment here. Um, Bill Clinton, not presidential in the Oval Office with Monica Lewinsky. Uh, Jimmy Carter, not presidential, telling me to wear extra sweaters and turn up my thermostat. Okay? Um, I mean, LBJ. Pulling his junk out for reporters at an airport runway, not presidential. I mean, I could do this all day. We have a a deficiency, and we have for a century now in this country, say for maybe eight years in the early 80s, okay? So uh, we have plenty of examples of non-presidential, but uh, just the news of the day is Donald Trump in Helsinki, and that's what we're discussing. Dave in Ohio, you're on the broadcast. Hello, Dave. How you doing? How you doing, Jeffy? I am fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, well, yesterday with... um 
with Trump there and Putin. I mean, they were behind closed doors for hours before they even got to go in yeah. front of the reporters and ask questions. Right? So we don't know what was said there. But when they're all in public together, they're going to play the part of, yes, we're here together. Blah. What did people think Trump was going to give them a name? Vlad the liar, you know, what, I mean, what, if you mess with us, we're going to nuke you. You got that? You got me? You know, I mean, really, where did they think this was going to go? That's a great point. Okay, so Trump, and he might have slipped. I'm said, well, you know, I, our, right. our intelligence, I kind of like, I believe this guy. Okay, come on. Right. Yeah, okay. I think we all know who Vlad, uh, Vlad uh, we absolutely is, do. right? I we think absolutely we all do. know. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. You can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, at JeffyMRA, at the Blaze Keith, and you can hashtag it to put that in your pipe. And, uh, you know, they're worth it. We'll talk about them. But they better be worth it, okay? okay. Now, Pat is uh, under the weather or over the weather or... I mean, this is road hers. I see the doctor. All right, whatever. So we don't know. He'll be back whenever, whenever he feels better. Do we know the shape of his kidneys right now? The condition. That no, we in? don't. It, it, you know, look. He said it was just throat to you, right? I mean, that's what he told. I mean, it was reported that it, that he's having throat issues. Okay. So I mean, we hope that it's that it's not kidney failure. <laughs> we sure do. Why are we laughing though? <laughs> Because that would suck. Was, I know. Just stopped. I'm not going to go any farther on that joke. Not going to go any farther on that joke. However, let me say this, uh, Keith Malinak. What? I could wait till the usual chewing time, 30 minutes from now, on the Blaze Radio Network. Which chewing I mean, you get chewing the time. fat for the, the entire broadcast. What do you today. got there? Uh, today. Oh. Today. Today is 60 cent pancake day at your favorite IHOP. Six. Why do we not have pancakes in this room as we speak? Um, because you didn't get them on your way in. I don't know. Are, are, are you playing yourself back? I'm sorry. You you did not get them. Uh, I, I did mean, not. I, no, I didn't. I didn't know it was six. Do we not cent. have do people in this building? We don't actually. We have. It's been a while. Oh, never mind. <laughs> we have do people that can run an IHOP. I mean, Ron, don't, Ron, do you pass an IHOP on the way to work? Well, tomorrow, pass an IHOP on the way to work. <laughs> Go a different way. Don't tell Jeffy I pass three IHOPs on Go the way to work. Go a different way. I actually, I, well, I passed two. Yeah. <laughs> you know there's one between you and me because I live out in New Mexico. Oh, that's right. You just yeah, live yeah. halfway to New Mexico. Yeah, the one. Right. <laughs> so I passed three, and I was 0 for 3 today. Sorry, Jeffy. Oh, that hurts. Next time you know it's 60-cent pancake that day, hurts. you got to let me know. Priorities, <laughs> man. We'd have missed some of the backup today, actually. Oh, boy. So, Traffic was horrific. Yeah, I mean, that happens from time to time. Yeah. You know, the one thing we didn't have to worry about, though, lava bombs. 
And uh, I know my wife has been a big time uh, proponent of going to Hawaii now, and I really want to see the lava, and I want to see. I don't really want to be on the beach. I'm not a big beach person, you know that. But you might get discounted go to tickets the mountains, now. And I'd love to just climb up the mountains and go to you know the volcanoes and get pictures and just spend all day taking pictures of the lava, the volcanoes, boom, <laughs> lava bomb. Uh, you saw what happens with uh, the lava, and we have not had uh, the uh, <laughs> the Eat Lava Challenge yet online uh, <laughs> that I've been looking for. But uh, 23 people uh, were injured yesterday, uh, one seriously, uh, after an explosion hurls basketball-sized lava bombs onto what? a tour boat. Look at these pictures so of the Blaze We do have some pictures of the boat uh, after, oh. and there's uh, the, of the debris. Uh, from the lava, and there's a, there's a big hole in the boat, a uh, huge hole put in from uh, one of the bombs. And then there's a couple of people on Instagram were taking videos of the boat and the explosions of the lava hitting the water. Wow. And it is absolutely fascinating. And it's so fa- And I'm glad that, you know, right now, no one lost their life, uh, which is, you know, Three people a miracle. Mm-hmm. A miracle. Uh, but uh, they had uh, the boat, they take tours, and you try to get close to where the lava enters into the ocean from the mountain. You know, enter the ocean, you get to see it steam and grow bigger and get crazy. And then, uh, man, you do that. Look at that. I mean, this this particular video on Blaze Television is right now wild. is an uh, Instagram video uh, directly out in the water uh, looking back onto the explosions. Uh, where oh. the boat was hit and where the explosions oh, are hitting the ocean. I haven't seen the video. It is uh, fascinating and dangerous. And uh, so, I mean, the the idea of going to Hawaii and going, you know, doing, uh, mm-hmm. hey, let's go by where the volcano is putting lava into the ocean as close as we can and take some pictures. So that's, that's, that's the request of the real Mrs. Jeffy? And smell it because the, the uh-huh. lava sure. has... Yeah, you got to get close. Some, yes. Y- you know what? And, and what she might want you to do... Oh, well, she doesn't want me to do it. No, Amber wants you to, to get really close to the volcano. And, <laughs> and take a couple look, pictures. Look in there. Get right get in there and take a couple pictures. smell that, Jeffy. I mean, she wants the pictures, right? Or the life insurance. But listen, uh, I, I was looking through some uh, some old stories of the last couple of months of all the things that we've heard about that the new terms since Hawaii has been facing its own um, individual oh, nice. Armageddon. And uh, so obviously we had the earthquakes, right? Started with the earthquakes. And now, now we learned the term volcanic fissures. Yeah. Right? Fissures. Yep. Uh, volcanic eruptions obviously came yep. in the news and we got lava flows, lava explosions, toxic gas, yeah. uh, lava spatter. Yeah. Uh, volcanic tornadoes. Nice. And now today, lava bombs. Lava bombs. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> I tell you, man. Those are good. There's got to be more. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought I was missing some, but my goodness. There's got to be more because there was, uh, what was the, what were they calling the the stuff in the air? You know, the lava particles oh, up in yeah. the air. You know, the, lava, Was that lava smog or was that lava? No, I don't remember. Anyway, there's got to be you're more. Right, you're there's, right. There's more uh, that we've learned from the, the explosions from, uh, from the volcanoes in Hawaii. But. So if you're one of the people that want to go and, you know, you say to yourself, hey, let's go to Hawaii and be close. Be careful. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Be careful. But now is probably the time to buy now, your tickets. Oh, now's the time to go. I'm sure it's, uh, it's really t- cheap. Absolutely. Hold on. Hold on. Lays. Remember Lays? L-A-Z-E? L-A-Z-E. That's okay. the lava spewing the toxic gas and the glass into the air. So that's the other one. Lays. 
The lays. There was there was more. There's volcanic smog. We had acid rain from acid from, rain from, from the, the smog. Volcano. Yeah. My goodness, that poor state. It is literally a game of Sim City gone bad. It's like at the end when you get bored with your city and you just figure out ways to destroy it. That's what's <laughs> happening in Hawaii right now. <laughs> oh That's boy. Really and they're gonna have to but work it's in just volcanoes. An, I mean, is it is it the entire state or is it just the island? It's just that island. Yeah, because I mean I saw pictures of some one of my Facebook friends uh was getting married in Hawaii and it looked beautiful. Yeah. I mean yeah, whatever wherever tiny, they were at, yeah, whatever a, island they were on looked darn nice. It's a tiny corner of the state. But just the fact that this kind of recurring devastation or ongoing devastation is happening in America, it's just right. fascinating. Right. Uh you know, I, I would like to it, actually I agree with my wife and don't ever tell her I said that. Um oh. I, it would be fun to go there and see. But um I don't necessarily want to get hit with a lava bomb. Hmm. Um, as Keith has pointed out, perhaps my wife wants me to be hit with a lava bomb. I know there have been times in her life when she's wanted that to happen. I don't know that now is one of those times. But <laughs> it'd be fun to uh, to witness it, that's for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, I also want to thank, um, and this will win some more points for me and my wife, so I'll be back to wanting to have lava bombs on me real soon. I want to thank Amazon for uh, kicking off Amazon Prime Day with a few glitches <laughs> because, uh, hey, look, it's still on and people can still, you know, most of those glitches are taken care of now. Uh, but uh, Prime Day started off yesterday uh, worldwide. We talked about it uh, yesterday afternoon here on this broadcast and it started off at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern yesterday and it runs for 36 hours. But they had, I was told from my wife, I couldn't get on. Glitches, glitches, glitches. So it saved me a few boxes being delivered at my home. So it was a good thing. Uh, it was a damn good thing. So wait a minute. <laughs> hey, well, hey, hold on a second. You're telling me that on the day that we see um, that uh, Mark Bezos becomes the richest man in the history of the world is the day Amazon crashed during their big event? Well, did that was that yesterday that yeah. he became? Because well, he was he was already yesterday. the richest. That was that okay. was yesterday. I just saw that headline. Oh, okay, because he that broke about a couple of weeks ago, okay. a week My or bad. so ago, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, where he was now. I mean, he was far and above number one. And so, actually, when the price dropped down a little bit on the stock with through the glitches for a little while yesterday, he was closer he was to the to people. You and, you and me level. Yeah, a little bit higher than that. Uh huh. A little bit higher than that. I mean, he was he was closer than he has been to Warren Buffett and Bill Gates than he has been in quite some time. Jeffy, we were this close. He was still to he was still the there. Yeah. He was still in the lead. He was just closer to um, to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and plus, you know, oh my gosh, how if you're if you're Bezos, Bezos, whatever you want to call him, I call him B. If you're B, uh, how. Do you have employees let something like this happen? I mean, a, a the prime day. This is the this is the day where they, I mean, they promote the heck out of this. They've added yeah. nations, they've added lately. countries to the prime day. Uh, they've broken up. I mean, Amazon pretty much rules the world now, and you're going to have glitches. No, man. B was not happy. Mm-hmm. B was not a happy man yesterday. I guarantee you that. Now, in the end, he's going to end up being happy because everybody will forget about the glitches by about, oh, I don't know, now. 
and uh, they'll be busy purchasing their items for on sale. And oh, look, I can get those headphones for eighty percent off, and they've got those at the mall for one hundred and eighty. I can get them on Amazon for one hundred and ten. What a deal! Send and uh, <laughs> check out one click cart. One click checkout. <laughs> just the regular, just on the regular card. Check out done. <laughs> on the Amazon card done. I mean, it's just, it's just sad. Is what it is. Sad. And uh, and I, you know, blessed. I, we joked around about it before, but I do. It is impressive, and I love it. I mean, I, I absolutely love it. Why? I was reminded uh, on uh, on Twitter last night that uh, <laughs> what uh, <laughs> what would you rather have, uh, dear Jeffy MRA? MRA uh, what do you do? Go outside on the surface of the sun, walk to the car, drive to the store, get out of car, walk into the sun, into the store, then reverse it, or sit in AC, click a few buttons from Amazon and get it delivered to you, <laughs> and even if you have to pay the Texas tax, right? Because now we'll see, we talk, don't forget, there. You know, we've got with the new internet tax, uh, and we haven't seen any of that yet, obviously, but uh, we could. And... Uh, you're right. Let's see. I go outside. It's 110. And you're being conservative, actually. It's very hot here. It's Dallas. 110. Yesterday, it's. I, I think I went up to like 104 or 105 actually yesterday, but I know my wife posted a, uh, she was outside, and in a 20-minute span, it went from 101, 102, 103, 20 minutes. Hmm. I mean, it is and literally the surface of the sun. And I drove home last night uh, from here in the Mercury Studios uh, early evening. Seven, eight o'clock ish, still light out, and it still has the heat haze yeah. over the metro. Yeah, and yesterday right. was our cool day for the week. So, yeah, busy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not going to get any better anytime soon. No, it is not. No, it is not. It is cranking. And uh, my daughter has been growing, uh, uh, attempting to grow cantaloupes, oh. and it says that they like heat. I don't know that oh. they like sun heat. <laughs> You just reminded me. But we, I mean, I've been telling her, poor Wapo, don't be afraid to water those bad boys. Don't be afraid to water those bad boys. Because I walked out there the other day, and she watered them the other morning, but didn't water them that night or Mm -hmm. whatever. And I walked out midday the next day, and they were... You getting this this camera guy? That's the greatest look Jeffy's ever had on his face. That's my, that's my imitation of a cantaloupe bush waiting for water. Like it. No, it also sounds was, like everything that I'm growing in my yard that I forgot to water last night too. I'm sitting here thinking, I gotta, I'll be right back. I gotta go water. Yeah, they oh. you can't give them enough water on the surface of the sun, man. They nope. just suck. I mean, it's just gone. No, it's, seriously, you miss one day of watering, which I did yesterday, and those poor plants look like yeah. The, been I mean, the grass is okay. Year. I don't care about the grass. I'm not putting the sprinklers on. But the uh, I'm just talking about plants that yeah. you know, that you're hoping to you know have food from, mm-hmm. hoping to have some sort of edible got, items come from I, them. I got to thinking because this year, man, we're growing vegetables. I mean, this is the oh, year, are you? And I got to are thinking you? just the other day, Kroger. as much money and time that I'm spending, oh. water and going out there. No kidding. I, I could have just I don't know just called Kroger. Amazon Fresh, perhaps. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely. And, I mean, and, and my daughter bought this thing. Uh, this. Uh, this, I forget what it's called now. It's, it comes in a jar, and it's cherry tomatoes, okay? And I don't know what we paid for it. Probably just under a million. And <laughs> you got to water it in a little cork thing, and it grows up in the jar, and it gets the heat, and it creates the cherry tomatoes, and you watch them grow, and it's cool. It's fun to watch. 
you know, it's fun to watch them start growing the cherry tomatoes, and then they turn, you know, they get bright red, they're good to eat, and they're perfect. They pick them out. And I believe we harvested maybe a dozen cherry tomatoes out of that thing. How much maybe you shows, how much a dozen. How cost you? The TLC you gave him. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. My wife bought it. I don't want to know how much that stuff costs. Because if I know, then I'm going to throw a fit. Yeah. So I don't want to know. Well, don't tell me. You know, like she. The it was a a, a Hallmark Christmas in July this past weekend. Where if you're a Hallmark Club member, you get Christmas ornaments and stuff in the mid season. You know, because oh. Amber is a little Christmas wacky. And uh, you guys go. <laughs> And, uh, no, not you guys. <laughs> but uh, but uh, so she went and got uh, you know went and got her order from Hallmark on Saturday, and I don't want to know. They walk in the house with a couple of bags, and I, I don't want to know. Look, take a picture of them. They look beautiful. I love them. They're great. I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. All I want to know is I can still put gas in my car tomorrow, right? Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I want to know. I don't want, that's all I want. I want to be able to put gas in my car. But see, there are things that our ancestors did so that we don't have to. Thank you. Okay. Yes, back to the, absolutely. Now back to the cherry tomatoes. Yes, so I mean. They, now you can get a mm-hmm. pint, a pint, a little plastic container, and then they're, they're grown to perfection, shipped, chilled. I can take them from the store to my home and have a, 30 of them. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I've got more. Like that. I've got something like to that say for here. for what two or three bucks. Yeah. But it but it doesn't it doesn't mean that I'm going to be able to watch them grow and no, no. expand. Here's me at the, the grocery plants. store. Here's me in the produce section. Oh my gosh. These from America are five ninety nine. <laughs> these from Mexico are four ninety nine. Ooh, I don't trust Mexico. Ah, uh, which one? It's an inner struggle. Meanwhile, God only knows how much I'm spending per cherry tomato yes. that I'm trying to grow right now. Right. I give up. Right. It's a pointless endeavor. Our ancestors perfected the way to grow food, and they invented air conditioning. So you and I don't have to go out and sweat ourselves silly trying to grow one cherry tomato at a time <laughs> when we could just call Jeff Bezos and make him the richest man in the history of the I, planet. I, I love it. Look, I, I, I grew up with, you know, my grandfather and my dad, and all our big gardens, and everybody's got their huge gardens. And I mean, that was before there was air conditioning, before there was grocery stores. Yeah, you know, my dad would come home from work at night, and he'd be out there with his gallon of booze and weed in the garden. I got it, but oh, I uh, wish see, I that, met him. That's the plan. I mean, that's that's that's, that's, that's where you it. that's where you do it. That's right. You get out in the garden and you just get drunk, and then you just wander around the house. Wait, have I already you watered you this? You come in the have house. I... You come. You water it. You come in the house. You pass out. You get up. You go to work I again. I may or may and not that's... be familiar with that watering system. <laughs> Uh, that's just the way it is, you know. My grandpa would be out, and we'd we'd, we'd and then you got to till at the end of the year and replant and have the compost pile. Kroger, Kroger. I've been through it all. I've had my I've had my butt kicked for pulling out too many beets at one time. You don't pull out all the damn onions all at once. You know, all of it. I've done it all. Uh-huh. Kroger. Thank you, valued Kroger customer. Thank you. I mean, I my what look as a as. As a little kid, I was torn because you had the you had the, the gardens. My father worked for Superfoods, IGA warehouse. He was the liaison between the warehouse and the stores, the Independent Grocers Association. So we used to go on the weekends and we'd drive around. We'd go for our weekend drives 
only those drives meant that we were stopping at grocery stores and walking the store with the managers and seeing the store and, you know, seeing how everything's going. You're getting everything you need from the warehouse. What can we do? And I created a love for grocery stores. And so I was, I, I lost, I know, I know it's a surprise. Look, I, I got it, I know. You? And so that when I had the opportunity to work for a grocery chain for a number of years, I did. Hmm. And then I realized I didn't have to work for the store to actually purchase the product. <laughs> Uh-huh. But I, you know, look, that's what I'm, you realize why. I mean, are they buying the stuff from my grandfather's garden to go to the grocery store? No. Then why do it? And just let them. I'll take it from Brazil. I don't care. <laughs> They've shipped it in from Brazil or Southern California. I'll say when it comes. Okay. To, yeah, when it comes to foreign goods, I have uh, higher standards for my pets. Than I do for myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Seriously. <laughs> That's terrible. That is terrible. That is absolutely terrible. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. So when your ears aren't clean, you know what it feels like. Uncomfortable, itch, painful. You get all plugged up. You can't hear anything. You feel like you're just, all everything is just jamming into your head. And you try to use cotton swabs. No. You shouldn't do that. Cotton swabs are for the outside of the ear. Mm-hmm. You've tried other remedies, house remedies, stuff you've heard about. Maybe a, a small oak twig to stick down in your ear and try to grab onto some of the wax and pull it out. Seriously? You shouldn't do that. That's a thing. You should not do that. Okay. I don't know what it is, but I just created that. <laughs> it's the oak. It's the oak twig wax removal system. Uh-huh. Doesn't work. Now you can get the real solution for stubborn wax: the Wax RX ear wash system. It's doctor developed, works safely when all the other products fail, like the oak twig ear wax removal system. System. The Wax RX system is the method physicians trust most. And look, it's just like all the systems that you, the doctors use in their offices. When you go to their offices, although it's cheaper and you do it at your home. Wax RX comes with everything you need, cleans it all out, conditions your ears conveniently at home. And like I said, doctor developed. Look. Wax softening drops to break down the earwax inside the ear. It's specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip gently delivers the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush the wax away. And finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes your ears. That's all you need. It's a beautiful thing. The most complete earwax removal system available. Go to usewaxrx.com to order your reusable ear wash system today. Use offer code radio. Comes right to your home. UseWaxRx.com. U-S-E, WaxRx.com. Offer code radio. UseWaxRx.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, on some, the Blaze some, Radio Network. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I hear you. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Uh, Pat Duray is uh, under the weather today, so uh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you, listener. You are welcome, okay? Hey, you know, there are some products that uh, come on uh, this network, and we say that we believe in them, and we do. And then there are other products that come on this network, and you find yourself 
actually running out and the family is saying, we have to get more bomb shot. We have to get more bomb shot. We have to, I love that bomb shot. I used it all summer at the camp. My son spent uh, the summer at a scout camp, and he came home. We got to get more bomb shot. And, I, and he likes the, I forget the flavor that he likes. This one is the classic. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, Wayne, the founder of bomb shot, developed this lip cancer from constant sunburns over the years. And his skin cancer became so severe, he had to have the bottom of his lip removed and replaced. And he got so frustrated with all the lip products and uh, how cheap they were made that uh, he started making his own and uh, started using, putting it in shotgun shells so they would hold up. And then he started making it for some friends. And then his wife said, hey, dummy, why don't you develop it so that we can make some actual money and stop doing it for free? And Wayne said, hey, that's a pretty good idea. And so uh, he's creating American Jobs. It's Balm Shot in Boise, Idaho. Hands down, the best lip balm on the market. So this summer, uh, this is a must product for your lips from the sun. Balm Shot. Yep, and they got a special deal right now where you could cover up your bald head. I don't know anybody that would... This would apply to, but it can keep you from getting your scalp sunburned as well. Then it's actually a good-looking hat that Keith is uh, <laughs> modeling for you now. Blaze listeners only. They have a special gift. Go to bombshot.com. Use the promo code PAT. You buy a two-pack, you get three free. When you buy a four-pack, you get fifth free. And when you buy a six-pack, they're going to throw in this free Bombshot logo baseball hat. Mm-hmm. Buy six, get the free hat, plus free shipping. Bombshot.com. Promo code PAT. B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T dot com. Balmshot dot com. You know what? Mm. Go there now, okay? Balmshot dot com. First, okay. water, your, water your plants first, then go out. No, no, no. Put the Balmshot on, then water your plants. Yeah, there you go. Good point. Good point. Wow. <laughs> Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, I think and I think I believe if we play back uh, the recording, I probably said that uh, when we were talking about naming the stupid pig. Uh, I know Keith put out a poll to name the stupid pig, either Jeffy (laughs) Jr. or Bill the pig, because thank God we found the pig. We've gone without the pig for several weeks now. So uh, Vicky Johnston uh, has tweeted, uh, I do think it's a bit unfair to name the pig while Pat isn't there. I think he should get the final say. Perhaps it'll make him feel better to be consulted. Well, thank you, Vicky. You know, perhaps, do you, do you honestly think that a poll will name the pig and then Pat comes in and says, oh, I want to name it something else. It won't be named that something else. I mean, it's his show. Now, Keith will continue to fight for the pig. The poll we're going to have, <laughs> and we're going to have this poll damn soon, as whether Keith has damn pig rights. That's the poll we're going to have. Is whether Keith actually gets pig rights or not. Because this whole thing of Keith with the little pig right thing, no. That cannot stand. <laughs> that cannot stand. Sorry. I won't have it. And ha, ha, ha on your little Brent out of shape. 
Oh, I'm guessing the inventory reports at the grocery store where Jeffy MRA looked a lot like a congressional spending report. Lots of unexplained losses. No. No, there was. Uh, and look, just like when I worked for Nabisco. All right? I worked for Nabisco for a, a little sometime. For a little sometime? For a little sometime. Well, tell us the story. How long, I don't remember how long. How are you not there still, Jeffy? Well, I could tell you the truth, or I could tell you my story. Oh, what, do you, what do you want from me? I mean, it could be the same as Brent out of shape's tweet. It's pretty close to. I know. It's pretty close to his I've tweet. Heard. There are a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of damaged products, and when you have damaged products, what happens to damaged products? You can't sell them. You can't. I mean, you can't. You can. You can. You can sell them to people that were willing to pay maybe a cheaper price for the damaged product, and that would be me. I will. But they can't put them on the shelf when you have damaged products delivered to the store. It's, I mean, that's embarrassing, and the company doesn't want it. Sure. So you can't. You pick them up, and you can't leave them at the store. You got to no. take them somewhere. The orphaned you food. You you throw, would never stand for that. Throw them in the trunk and take them back to the take them back to the warehouse. Or the where or leave off the letters W A R E. Take them back to the house, Jeffy. Uh, you got to take them somewhere. They're in your car, right? Uh-huh. I mean, because it's hot, and you don't want them melting everywhere. Plus, uh, I, I don't know. the. Uh, I'll never forget the uh, one of the supervisors. When I first started working for uh, uh, one grocery store in Florida, I remember he, he put his arm around me, and he's like, just remember, you're never going to go hungry working here. <laughs> and you're like, you don't know me. Uh, so yeah, My name's Jeffy. Uh, you're damn right I won't. <laughs> Count on me for that, okay? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, how big was his waist size? He was not big at all. Okay. Yeah. And what he meant was is that, you know, the, you have access to the store <laughs> every day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the way I took it. Do you ever, do you ever catch this individual dropping a can of food on the floor and going, uh, "Oh no, it's well, all bent." Again, let me say that uh, some uh, products don't travel well, so when they're shipped from wherever they're shipped from, like the back of the store to the shelf, they uh, boxes get bashed, boxes get bent, cans get bent, and you know, again, you can't have that product on the shelf. Yeah. So some people are willing to pay a cheaper price for those. Like free. Like zero dollars. No. Well, how cents. dare you? Are you? Hmm? No. That 100% employee no. discount. I will say, though, I did find, you know, there has been several times when companies have uh, been proved how they rip people off and how they make a lot more money. Like garbage bag boxes say that they, you know, the boxes, they were sued a long time ago. Uh, the boxes were supposed to have, say, like 100 bags in it. Okay, And you think to yourself, Nobody ever counts in the so they would load the boxes up with like ninety five. Wow. Or, you know, even ninety nine. Even if you were loaded up wrong, right? So there was a, a big scandal for the garbage bag companies. I forget which one. I've never heard of that. And then there was also I noticed when I was working a guy used to count when I was paper. when I was when I was uh uh stocking shelves, uh we used to we'd get the uh pallets of uh Kellogg's cereal in. And so like you'd get the pallet would come up with like uh ten, ten or as your attorney, <laughs> Kellogg's, could you please stop listening right now? No, that's fine. This, okay. No, that's, that's, what, that's what it was. I'm not saying that they did it. I'm just saying it could have happened. Mm-hmm. Like the, I, and I know like, that this is what happened in my life. If I did it. 
This is what happened in my life, and I did not do anything, but I'm just reporting this. What Charlie did. He's reporting what Charlie did. So the did. pallets mm-hmm. would come, and uh, in every few boxes, there'd be one box missing. Okay. Now, I'm sure that it was a mistake. I'm sure that no way that the the uh, warehouse and the boxing company would put one less box in it in every tenth or twelfth case. But over a year, if you were to do that, it'd be a lot of money. In theory, hypothetically, hypothetically, it'd be a lot of money. Yeah. If you were to do, if a company were to put one less product in every twelve cases, mm-hmm. even just you know, like the box comes in. At that time, the cereal boxes came in, I think, 24, 12 or 24 boxes. In, in this case. hypothetical scenario, they used to come like that. No, they all do. Okay. All companies. Okay. All companies box cereal in cases that come in 12 and 24. As your attorney. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying that there are ways that sometimes companies could, if they wanted to, find ways to assist their bottom line by because as if you're stocking shelves as a as a stocker mm-hmm. you open up the box whatever the box is you open it up and it's supposed to have let's say 12 boxes of whatever macaroni and cheese whatever's supposed to be in the case you open it up boom, supposed to be 12 and there's 11 as a stocker you say to yourself that's one less box i have to put on the shelf put the 11 on the shelf Tear up the box and walk away, right? But as a company, mm-hmm. if you were to do that every so many boxes, that's a lot of money over the years. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, Are you still my attorney? I'm going to read a little something to you. You still my as, attorney? As your attorney. Okay. Um, perhaps you've heard of it. It's called the Fifth Amendment. <laughs> no person shall be held to, and then we're just going to fast forward down to the part where it says, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself. <laughs> So I should probably, as my attorney, you're saying. Yeah, just as your. You're just saying, hey, yeah. maybe you should shut up, is and what I, you're saying. And for the record, I do not work pro bono. So we'll talk later. Oh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you can count on that. You're going to pay me off in dented cans? You can count on that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Keith, I don't know if you know this, but dented cans are still good. Sure. All right. What happens is when you don't want, if they're dented, as long as the seal itself is not broken, you're fine. Thank you. There's no it's botulism the or anything no. brewing if in the there? the seal breaks, it is. Hmm. The seal break, you got to get to it in the next couple hours. It's like the five-second rule. Five. <laughs> like I the can't five eat that much rule. food. I ha- I ha- there's someone that I knew uh, earlier in my life that uh, used to specifically purchase dented cans. Yeah. Like, that's all she bought was yeah. dented cans. Because she was looking for the deal, right? Mm-hmm. Where they'd mark them down. A lot of stores used to mark them down. When I, I first I started working, when I first started uh, running uh, the produce department mm-hmm. uh, at the grocery store, the guy that did it before me had big markdown racks. You know, like every day you'd pull the produce rack, and then he'd put the mark down the stuff that was to be thrown away in the racks in the back. So all the people would come to the back and buy the markdown stuff. They weren't buying the new stuff mm-hmm. out on the out on the produce rack. So. You just throw it away. People always complain about grocery stores throwing stuff away, but that stuff is really, I mean, it's not what the store wants to sell, what they want representing them. So the produce department is trying to make a little extra money Mm -hmm. by selling that markdown stuff, but you end up 
you end up not selling the new stuff because everybody, all the old folks in the neighborhood that I worked, uh, ran the produce department in, in Florida, uh, the retirees all came back to the markdown rack looking for the markdowns. Yeah, my. Uh... And they were so pissed when I took over because I was like, no, nah, there's no markdown racks. Whatever you want's out there on the full price out there. <laughs> That's because what? Yeah, all the stuff's oh, in they're your so house. bad. Yeah. Uh, no, my favorite place to be in America on a Saturday morning is the uh, the markdown rack of the bakery aisle at Walmart. There you go. Uh, seriously. Yeah. Yum, yum. Don't mind if I do. And there's plenty of, there's, um, what's the hostess, I think, used to have the the stores, the markdown stores, right? The day old stores. Oh, uh, yes. It, it wasn't a, where I lived, it wasn't it was, hostess, it was. but I just... Oh yeah, you go for the day old bread, so you'd be able to buy like several. I don't know some people. Let me refer as as my attorney. Let me say some people that I'm aware of. Uh-huh. I don't recall their names. You were able to purchase several hmm. boxes of donuts that were day old, <laughs> and for the most part, they're still good. Yep, <laughs> I'm. I'm remembering him having flashbacks right now as to where I used to go. And, he used to uh, get the loaves of bread all the time. I mean, that's where that's, uh, you get come home with the, uh, especially. There it is. There during, it is. During the holidays, you get four or five day old loaves of bread. You put some in the freezer. You use them for dressing and stuffing and everything that people make over the holidays. Hello there, Sarah Lee Bakery Sarah Lee on outlet. Highway 17 in Ladson, South Carolina. I remember you fondly. There you go. And you have 4.8 stars as a review on Google. Yeah, they, yum, <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for the flashback. Yeah, I, gotta, was, I gotta find one around here. I don't know that they have one. Really? I don't know that they have one. That hurts. Well, t- t- Dale Bakery, DFW. Let's find it right uh, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna make Ron go to IHOP, he can stop by the Dale Bakery on the way too. <laughs> the crap! I'll give him money for gas. Wait, oh, no, I'm good tomorrow. for it. I'm good for it <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find something here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Very sad. All right, well, let me tell you about uh, the Beckinar going on. Yeah, I'm there. You know, Are I, you there? I really am. I did. Me I signed too. up. I've been getting my emails from mm-hmm. Tika Tawari mm-hmm. reminding me of the event this Thursday. I actually, um, I may, you know, I just may hang out. Just hang out and say hello and talk and try to just hang out with, with Tika, you know, and say, uh, you know, maybe get an idea of what uh, what the new cryptos he's going to mention on the air that night are before and then when you don't show you up guys. to the beckonar so well, if you're interested in, in financial freedom this is going to be the most important message you're ever going to want to hear this mm-hmm. thursday glenn's going to host this free online investment training broadcast uh just for you it's a new asset class that he uh has been investing his own money in the bitcoin the cryptocurrencies uh glenn and you know look i too believe that cryptos could help you and millions of Americans restore your financial freedom. I wish I would have invested earlier. It was that I'm dumb. I got it. Daylight, dollar short. I'm hoping that I can turn that around. So it's not a, even though I'm a day late, I'm not going to be a dollar short with this. So if you want to learn more about cryptos, want some free investment trading, go to beckcryptoshow.com and register. It's a free event. You just have to register. BeckCryptoShow.com. Take it to Ari from the Palm Beach letter. He's going to walk you through the new case for Bitcoin. He's going to give you the names of three cryptocurrencies that he recommends that you should buy right now. Plus, you're going to get the exclusive free training uh, on this new market where you could turn a few hundred dollars into a small fortune. 
And if that wasn't enough, but wait, we're going to give you a chance to take part in Palm Beach Letters' exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. BeckCryptoShow.com. Go there now and register. It's free. It's a special event this Thursday. You don't want to miss it. BeckCryptoShow.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Uh, Pat Gray is not here. Uh, Pat Gray is uh, ill today under the weather. Let's hope he uh, gets his uh, medicine and he's doing uh, doing the routine and taking them all on time so that he can get back to you and get back to the network that so loves him and he so loves it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, at the Blaze Keith. You can hashtag it. Put that in your pipe. As you well know, uh, I uh, am a, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just now 135 years old. Whoa. I'm whoa, about 135. Whoa, whoa. Something like that. This is a first. I know. I usually don't admit my age on here. Uh-huh. Uh, or off the air, but it's uh, I, I'm pretty close to 135. 135. I have to, I have to rethink that, but I'm pretty close to 135. Tell us about Grover Cleveland. But uh, I don't like to talk about him. Why he, not? Uh, he got into a little fight. What? Uh, like, yeah. Now this I gotta know because he was the last electable Democrat, and so in and so I being, like I need him. to talk to someone uh, who was at the source. I, I didn't like him too much. He didn't like me. Well, who does? What, I, what I've been looking into, and it's so fascinating that I can't believe that this story is sitting in front of me from Keith, who says, oh, you got to read this Time Magazine story about uh, the oh, anti-aging yeah. pill on the horizon. And I went, well, you know, I've been looking into this uh, NAD stuff. And he goes, that's what they're talking about. And so for the last couple of weeks, I've actually been looking into this, uh, this NAD stuff, uh, this uh, nicotinamide uh, adenine Dinuclutide. Or NAD, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is NAD, is fine. And uh, <laughs> they're talking in this story about this uh, NAD+. Plus. Mm. But there's also the other uh, product that I've been looking at uh, for the past while from, uh, what the heck is it called again? The um, Elysium, uh, which is just a, it's a, well, it's from the company Elysium, but it's uh it's called um, Basis. Uh, it contains a compound known to boost the NAD plus levels, and that's been on the market for a while. And it's a you know it's a supplement, so it's not a drug. It doesn't have to go through the FDA approval cost uh, process. But uh, the Elysium's chief scientist and co-founder, who, who directs the Glenn Center for Biology of Aging Research at MIT, of course, you get their weekly update. Uh, says basis is not intended to extend people's life, but to help them stay healthier for longer. Now, one guy who has been uh, taking uh, the medicine, 74, Sir Richard Roberts, uh, he's been taking uh, Elysium and or basis, and says the only difference I've noticed is that my skin on my elbows is smoother than it used to be. Whether it's basis or something else, I have no idea. 
<laughs> who even thinks to check the skin on your elbow? I do all the time. It's good. It's good. Good. Don't you check? Don't you put softener, skin softener? I put skin softener nowhere, <laughs> nowhere at all. <laughs> so the uh, look. This NAD, so I, and the reason I found it is a couple of weeks ago, I'm going through a, an Instagram post or something. I don't remember what it was. It was Instagram or Twitter post and go reading the thread of comments. And one of the comments is from some lady or a female name. It would appear to be a female name. I don't want to be too judgmental. And uh, <laughs> that comment was that I've been taking NAD now for, you know, four or five months and I feel great. And I thought, what the heck is that? So I started looking into it, and there's a couple of companies that you can purchase it from now. Now, Time says uh, the NAD Plus is still being given to mice, and that uh, you know within a couple of hours, the levels in the mice had risen significantly. In about a week, signs of aging in the tissue and muscles of the older mice reversed to the point that the researchers could no longer tell the difference between the tissues of the two-year-old mouse and those of the four-month-old. Wow. I mean, that's pretty I like, impressive. I like this, and I'm running out of time uh, uh, to, to freeze my age, so let's uh, let's get this thing going here. I mean, they're already, <laughs> they, they need to achieve those results in humans with the, oh. with the NAD+. Now, see, what, I, what it doesn't say, and I've got to find out about this, is what the difference is between the NAD+, and the company that's selling the NAD. Well, I don't know, but if it's anything like the uh, Samsung Galaxy S8 and the S8 Plus, they both are terrible, so it doesn't matter in that respect. Really? Well, I just got the S9 mm. Plus, mm. And the 9 Plus, and yep. I love it. I love it. Have mine. Yes, but yours is, I don't want the nasty 8. I've got the 9 Plus. Just man. take it. I don't want it. <laughs> And I love the seven. I would have kept the I would have kept the seven. Edge. Well, that's the one that used to set airplanes on fire. No, that was the Note Seven. No, that was the Sorry. Note. I had this. I had the S Edge, the Edge uh-huh. that I loved. And uh, did you know that if you drop those a number of times, the glass, you know, the crystals break on them. And... Is that right? Yeah. Check it out. But I've got. Uh, I kind of knew that. Yeah, but I use the out the outer box cover oh, screen. See me too. Well, then you should be fine. Hmm, whoops. But if you use the outer box, here's a little helpful hint. Well, this is a little tip for me, for your cell phone people. Uh, this is just for me to you. Okay. The OtterBox is one of the most tremendous products mm-hmm. made in America today. It's just this fine, slim piece of plastic glass that goes on top of your phone, and it protects it. So if you were to drop it and it cracks, the screen doesn't crack. It's the OtterBox that cracks. So you just peel it off and put a new one on. And OtterBox has a great warranty. They take care of their customers. They're great. If you drop your phone and you believe that you have put OtterBox back onto your glass, but you haven't, it's the actual glass that breaks. So when you take it in, when you say, oh, it's cracked a couple times now, I better go replace it, and you take it it with the new OtterBox screen in your hand, and you take it to to the lady at the phone company and you say, I need to have my new outer box put on. And she looks at your old phone like, it's all cracked, but there's not one on there. And you realize that you didn't put it back on there uh, the last time you took it off? Uh, that's a problem. It's a problem. So I put it on anyway over the cracks, and I kept the phone for quite some time. And it held the cracks together mm-hmm. uh, for quite some time until finally 
it turned into like a Hawaiian volcano island. Okay. And I was I was getting uh, you know like cell phone bombs, mm-hmm. and you couldn't. Can I just point out a couple things? Sure. Sounds like a Jeffy scam that um, <laughs> a step wasn't followed properly. A step wasn't followed properly. And, it was by step. And therefore, um, you suffered because of it. Secondly, um, I just slathered. I quickly Googled the day I dropped my phone uh, in a really weird angle. And uh, that's why there's smears of super glue all over my phone to stop the cracks and the volcanic fissures from. So you didn't put the outer box on top of it? No. I put super glue. So now I can't read half of my screen, but it's okay because it, I, it just, it's so. Who put super glue on it? You're bitching at me for missing a step and you put super glue on your phone? Well, I wasn't trying to scam anyone, but uh, yeah. I'm not it, trying to scam anyone. It's helpful. Every page that I've ever loaded on there, like it just works out beautifully that the stuff that I want to read just happens to be in the areas not covered by super glue. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. I'm not upset about it that I have a contract that doesn't allow me to get a new phone until April of 2019. And this happened three or four months ago. But I'm not bitter. I'm just saying. Uh, you should be able to get a new phone, though, if you pay that one off, right? I'm not going to do that. I'm cheap. If you pay that suffer. one off, now probably if it's if you're waiting until, when did you say? April mm-hmm. of next year? Yep. So you're looking at a few months, and that's probably $700. Hold on. I love Sean Balmos in the other room. But he do you have insurance ha- on it? He just asked me if I have insurance. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't buy insurance But you should for anything. the cell phone because it, they, they could fix it for like 100 bucks. You'd be done. <sighs> Yep, sure should, right? Hindsight 2020. But you're talking to the cheapest man in the world who's not going to pay for insurance. insurance It's part of the bill. Why not have it? I do have homeowner's insurance and auto insurance, and that's where I draw the line. Oh, but why? Because I like reading through super glue screens. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to a Pat Gray Unleashed, or just Pat Unleashed, on the Blaze Radio Network and the Blaze Television Network. You can uh, join us by dialing 888-900-3393 on the telephone, or you can tweet us at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, at the Blaze Keith, and you can hashtag it, put that in your pipe. If we find it suitable, we'll be happy to read it on the air. And that's how it works. Simple. So, if you find yourself asking your children, your children are asking you, I wonder what it's like to be a police officer. You know, we hear so many stories about police officers and they get a bad rap. uh, Quite a bit. uh, Across the country today and really around the world. Uh, Last night I'm driving home. Uh, here in DFW, and I'm going on, uh, I'm in the section, there's probably about 18 lanes, something like that, on, on uh, the highway that I drive back on. And uh, in the middle of that is a broken down car, which I think is broken down, with the police car behind it, with the lights on. And as I'm driving by, I wish I would have, you know, I didn't have, if it would have been a license plate, I could have snapped a picture. For those of you that follow me on Instagram, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but I see a police officer pouring gasoline in the guy's car there's a there's a there's a little guy there an older guy ran out of gas and the the cop is there pouring gas in the guy's car i thought 
Nobody sees that from police officers. What they see is, you know, the murdering of innocent people. But except those innocent people are not innocent at all. We're just made to believe they're innocent, but they really aren't. But uh, there was body cam footage uh, in Las Vegas uh, where the police were in pursuit of suspects and they started shooting at each other. And the footage is amazing. If you want to find out what it's like to be a police officer, this footage will show you. And there, one of the uh, suspects was killed, uh, but not in this video. All right, he was he broke away and started running away, and they caught him and ended up shooting him uh, later. So, so this video is the equivalent of a Russian dash cam. Correct. Video Everybody's alive. Everybody's everybody walks away from this video very well. All right, we're good. Let's hear it. Look at this. So they're after this truck. This SUV. And they're shooting at the cop. They're shooting at the cop. Oh. He's shooting back. Look at him. I mean, he's going to shoot through the windshield through the wind- now. Wow. Yes. He shoots through the windshield at him. It is I amazing. I love this cop. He is. <laughs> wait, he, wait till he finally, they finally crash. I mean, he unloads. He puts in a new. <laughs> he puts in more, more ammo. I mean, this is like a movie, man. It's absolutely like a movie. Out the window. Look at this. Now, now they're crashed. One guy got out, takes off. Oh, load of clip. Put... <laughs> Loads. He's about to have to reload again. Hey, the other one's up there. Hey, the other one right up there. Yeah, the... Oh. I mean, that's scary. That was awesome, though. Especially knowing that the cop is okay. Yes. I mean, I love that. Yes. Yes. That, that the, one, so the cool. suspect uh, in that video uh, obviously ran away. That particular one that ran away uh, ends up being captured Good. after he lost his life. Oh. And the one in the car uh, was wounded, I'm guessing probably critically, but he was still alive. <laughs> but that is uh, amazing. And that's what it's like to be a cop. Uh, scary. I mean, he's getting shot at and then having to shoot back and uh, trying to capture people is that. But that footage was just blew me away last night. But I'm glad you mentioned the the cop helping uh, pour the gas into the vehicle on the way home last night because uh, cops don't get the credit they deserve. No, they do as not. servants. No, they do. Uh, I um, may or may not have at one point in time on a very busy uh, interchange between a couple of interstates. Charleston, South Carolina, <laughs> yes. had trouble at 5 in the morning of changing a tire. Oh. So I want to thank a female cop that showed up. Wow. And did that for me. It was very, uh, I mean, I don't have to share this Couldn't moment. Change your own you. tire? I will say that I was having a difficult time getting one particular lug nut. This, uh, maybe I was injured. Maybe it was a, but I'm not taking away from the cop in this story, but... My my limbs are always in agony, okay? So that's the first thing. But she was very helpful. And it's just the thing. They put their life on the line. Hold on. You can do that in a second. They put their life on the line, whether it's shooting bad guys at high rates of speed or standing on the side of the road, changing a tire for a man who probably should have turned in his man card at that point in time 10 years ago. Oh, there's no question about that. So the point is, the point is... 
they are awesome, and we should be grateful for them. The police officer that uh, pulled me over uh, uh, when I was on my way to the Christmas party here at the Mercury <laughs> Studios the, er, earlier this year or yeah. late last year, mm-hmm. uh, and I as as he was as he was allowing me to proceed without giving me a ticket. Uh, he was walking away. I called him back. Well, he thought you were Santa. Let's be honest. I know this. Oh, did I ruin story? I mean, that's that, that's I, the only reason you got off. If he knew you were Jeffy, I he Santa, would have tripled the fine. Santa suit in the back. I said, I usually don't go this way. Man. What are you talking about? I usually go the other way. I got my Santa suit on. Oh, okay. Get out of here. But I asked him because uh, I noticed as he was talking to me, pull over on a, on a busy road. There's two lanes. Mm-hmm. Cars going by, not slowing down. And I thought, you bastards. I mean, I always slow down or get over to the far lane. And that was not happening that night. And I asked him, you know, hey, aren't you supposed to slow down? Isn't that a law? And he was like, yeah, and very, you know, it's rare when it happens and we can get sometimes. He goes, I've been hit twice. Oh, God. And I've been hit twice. And I was like, holy cow. Really? And then I was like, well, at least you didn't get hit tonight. Thanks a lot. See you later. And uh, we took off. But I mean, been, he, that guy was hit. Had been hit twice just by people, you know, not not paying attention. Yeah, and it's not like over. you don't see the police officer. Don't be John Kasich, who doesn't get over for now, cops on the side of the road. Now back to changing tires. What's that? I have changed tires in my lifetime a yep. million times, and I've been there as well. This particular time a was million not times. so good. A million times I've changed tires. Let I me mean, I've changed tires. When I first, the first car I purchased in Florida was for $80. I used to buy $5 used tires for that stupid car. I've changed them all over Tampa Bay. Every street corner I can take you by. Yep, change the tire there. Yep, change the tire there. When you have a particular, say, you were saying you have an issue with a lug nut? Yep. That you couldn't do? It was a good morning. Uh, do you Great do you morning. realize, how did you watch the police officer that helped you? Yeah, because I had to hold the flashlight for her. And she... Did she jacked the car up a little bit higher so the tire turned and then she was able to turn the. I believe that and, um, this nice lady. And if was, that doesn't work, then you just kind of jack it back down so I the tire is just, just. Nah, I think she was just stronger than me. <clears throat> wow. Uh, but here, I got, I got more for you. Ashamed of Keith. Huh? Don't, don't be ashamed. Oh of no, that. no, no, no! You will once you hear the rest of this. I had just, re- I had just recently worked at a tire store. <laughs> Where I did that for you don't a need living. To, but you, no, well, working at a tire store and removing tires on and off vehicles, that's no, not no, part of the to, job, is I, it? Well, sure was. Sure was, <laughs> yep. But you didn't have the, well, then they have the air guns, right? You didn't have the, that's they had the little, the little fancy Thank you. Little yeah. air guns. So maybe I was conditioned. I went soft. Right. You see, they I could made change a tire, the tire, the tire in high school, made you soft. But once I got to use the tools of the right. trade, then I just, my brain just, I guess, forgot. I mean, we've moved forward in life. We don't have to use the old, the old tire irons anymore. Yep. <laughs> and that's what happened. And that's what happened. And that's what I'm sticking to. That's kind of sad. Did she, did she, I bet you she tried to, her best not to make you feel bad, which made you even feel even worse. She was a strong woman, Jeffy. I'll tell you. I'll leave it at that. Oh, I love David in Illinois. Look at that. He's, he's, he's cutting to the chase. Go ahead, there. David. Keith, 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 man. We got to suspend your man card Thank for you. 30 days. I never had I'm one. Gonna, I'm going to send my 14-year-old daughter over there. We can get off and show you how to change hey, the tire. Amen. Uh, yep. 
do that. Amen. <laughs> do that. I, I need love all the help you, man, I get. But you gotta turn in your card. Oh, Thank you. No kidding. You can have it. No uh, you kidding. know, you get married and you lose your man card. But understood. Not all of us, Keith. Hmm? Not all of us. Oh, tell us some stuff Not there, tough us. guy. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you whatever I need. I run the house. I'm the man of the house. You're the man you of the house. That. I am well, the man of the house. Let's just go back to an example earlier in the program. All right. All let's right. go. Do you just love all that Christmas stuff that decorates your house I every do. Year? I'm a big fan of it. Are you now? Happy to be a part of it. That's why I don't want to, I, I, I want her to enjoy her life and go out and spend as much as she wants on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and fill the house with joy and happiness over, mm. over the holiday season. And she in does. Fact, in fact, I don't even want her to take down the Christmas stuff. I want her to leave it up. Don't I tell mean, her I you, said that. You Holy guys, crap, do not you tell her I said that. guys put out so much stuff that it takes forever to I take would, I would totally understand if you did. So Some of the stuff is all still up. And see, that's the difference between inside the house and outside the house. Inside the house, you leave it up all year. Oh, look, that's their I theme. Know. That's outside her, that's the her house, argument. Outside of the house, you're lazy and you never take down your lights and you drive your neighbors <laughs> crazy like but that. But that's her argument. Nobody sees inside except for the people we want in the house anyway. Oh, thank you. So... She said we. Uh, she, she says we want in the house, but oh, but you're the man of the house, right. so don't you get a say you're on who right. comes in? You're damn right, I do. Well, thank you again yeah. for inviting me. Yeah, she thanks me. <laughs> I understand totally. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Never mind. Now that I think about it, you're right. Yeah, so you're short a man card as well, sad. huh? No, I am not. No, I am not. I still have my man card. Mm. It's a couple I other think- things that I don't have. <laughs> And they're kept in a box. They are. Well, one is. The other one went to the X. And I never got that back. And, uh, <laughs> it's just the way it goes. I, mean, I don't know. Just telling you the way it works in my, wor- in my world. Yep. <laughs> just the way it works in my world. All right. You know, every day I fly, I, I drive by DFW Airport. One side. would notice one side of DFW Airport because the airport itself. Uh, is uh, bigger than the island of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And it makes me have planes land over the highway that I drive on every day. <laughs> and they they line them up, man. Row them up. They've got two or three landing strips, and they back them up in the sky. You can see them rowed up three or four deep, and they keep coming. And it makes me think, I'm glad there's human pilots on those planes. <laughs> But after I talked to uh, Scott in Pennsylvania, you may be surprised about that whole human pilot thing. Scott in Pennsylvania, how are you, sir? Yes, Jeffy. Yes, I wanted to tell you. You know, here in Philadelphia, we I was a part of what they call the FOP Auxiliary, which is a family support group for the Philadelphia police officers and their family. Okay. And we do a bunch of fundraisers throughout the year, and one of the biggest things we did was called Cookies for Cops. And it was the end of February. We do it every year, and we take out three whole cookie trays of homemade cookies that you know all the members, family, and friends provided. Right. And we deliver them to the stations, and each ship had their own tray. And unfortunately, in uh, 2017, my wife, who would organize this, passed away. But that year, we uh, used her, you know, as a as a memorial, and we put her face on the top of each tray, and the officers oh, wow. were very, very uh, you know, sentimental and everything about her loss with the department. She was a dispatcher for the department, and uh, 
But in prior years before that, we also contacted the archdiocese uh, here in the city, and they had seven different elementary schools make thank you notes to the officers. And it was so overwhelming oh, wow. how many letters we got. And I bet. Every station got a whole packet of them, and they put them in the roll call room so the officers could read. And you just saw the tears coming down their eyes and what these children said to them. And, and there was one particular child who made a, a silhouette of an officer out of construction paper. And he wrote his message on the chest, and he said, I'm writing this over top of your bulletproof vest, which saves your heart. Oh. I mean, these kids were unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's great. And, and, and listen, I, look, the, it means a lot to the police officers, and, and thank you, Scott. I appreciate it, and I know they appreciate it, and I'm glad that, you know, if, if we lived in Pennsylvania again, uh, uh, my, I would offer to uh, uh, have, assist you in that cookie delivery uh, process for the police officers because— I don't know that you would do this, but I would be happy to get pulled over and say, dude, I brought you cookies. Mm -hmm. I brought you cookies, okay? Okay. You can't give me a ticket. I brought you cookies telling you how good you were. No. No. Don't. There's a hole in your story. What? Don't act like you're getting out of the driveway with the cookie batch intact. Oh, are you kidding? My wife makes thousands of those darn cookies. All Every every time some event comes up, she's making cookies. And you eat an equal amount. Brickhouse Nutrition. That's what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the equal amount of cookies that I eat. I want to talk to you about Brickhouse Nutrition and their field of greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, You know, Pat's been taking it for a while now and swears by it. And one of the things that uh, one of the things that sells me on it is that I'm almost as bad as Pat as far as vegetables go. Uh, I don't mind, uh, you know, maybe growing a cherry tomato out back. Uh, but other than that, no, no, thank you. And I'm not eating the cherry tomatoes. That's just for my daughter. But uh, you can put them in your protein drinks. You can just mix it in regular water. You can mix it, uh, mix it with anything you want to mix it with. Every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. It's a prebiotic, probiotic, boost immunity, has antioxidant power. And it's not an extract. It's real Food, Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. One scoop, eight ounces of water, or your favorite drink, or your shake. That I can put it in a shake. That's a good idea. And you're done. Brickhouse Nutrition, uh, Field of Greens. It's uh, a way that you can have your vegetables and not have to have your vegetables. Huh? That's right. BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. BrickHousePat.com. Get 10% off a month's supply with the offer code PAT. So go to BrickHousePat.com. Use the offer code PAT. Get that 10% off. BrickHousePat.com. BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you wish to participate in the broadcast. And you could tweet us uh, with the hashtag, put that in your pipe, uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, 
at the Blaze Keith. Good news. Uh, the serial killer that was uh, on the run in the uh, greater Houston area. Uh, good-looking man. Uh, if you're watching on Blaze Television, you can see uh, exactly what a good-looking man uh, Jose Gilberto Rodriguez is. Uh, he was uh, on the run, and he has been apprehended. He was apprehended uh, this morning. Uh, well, a sheriff's deputy saw a suspicious vehicle this morning and said, Hey, uh, what is that? And it was, uh, it was Jose. And so, uh, the purported serial killer is back in uh, custody. And what's his last name? Uh, Jose Gilberto Rodriguez. Okay, I'm just looking up some information on the man. And I'll get back to you. <laughs> he was, uh, he was wanted a connection with three killings since Friday. So we're happy to have him off the streets. Um, now. I was talking about flying uh, the airplanes that I fly underneath every day. And a few years ago, I don't know how long ago it was now. It's in the 80s, I think, the late 80s. Uh, there was a plane crash uh, by the interstate uh, that I drive, and so does Keith, actually, uh, every day. But uh, it, the interstate itself was not as big uh, then as it is now. And so many more people live here, obviously, than lived here uh, then. But uh, those planes, uh, DFW, uh, rows them up and lands them. I mean, they're coming into DFW uh, two and three to a mule. You can use that phrase if you want. Hmm. Uh, they got them rowed up. But uh, it's fascinating to me to, I feel like, you know, I've, I've come into that airport uh, many times. And uh, I've come in one time. I came in one time, and uh, we were going to land. It was really storming outside. Uh, really windy, blowing, lightning, rain. And we went to land, and it, a big gust of wind hit, and the pilot pulled up. Wow. And uh, went back up and said, we're going to go around to the other side. We're not going to land here. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Because uh, it was close. I mean, it was close to that big, you felt that wind gush uh, hit him as he, uh, as we were about to land. That's amazing. And that was on a plane that you were on? Yeah, why would you... I'm just making sure that we know all of the facts. That's facts. I mean, that I is a it. hell of a gust. Anyway, the uh, oh, I get it now. So, uh, Southwest Airlines headquarters are here, are here in Dallas, and uh, they have a uh, uh, million dollars, you know, multi-million dollar, really, probably is what it is, a simulator. And uh, you can go in and learn how to uh, land at any airport around the world, you know. And they have, you know, leadership education and aircraft development center. I know American Airlines has theirs as well uh, here. Uh, and I've known, you know, there's I've known two or three different pilots that fly for uh, different companies, and they are forever training. But uh, we are close to having uh, automation on airplanes that could be completely Pilotless. <laughs> Flying into a storm. No pilot. Hello. Uh, they're saying, look, they're. Oh boy. <laughs> so that's uh, that's raising the stakes a little bit. It is a lot of a lot of a lot of the flights are fly without a pilot now. Uh, you know, but it's the landing and the taking off that actually has the human. And that's where you actually need the human. The rest of it, you know, let the computers do it, which they do. Hmm. 
Um, but they're saying now that uh, uh, this is Michael Wiggins, uh, chairman of the uh, Aeronautical Science Department at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University in Florida, and who doesn't get their flyer? Um, he says that it's probably not going to happen in the near future. Um, it won't. Ha- it'll happen, you know, in the distant future, hmm. uh, because he's talking about automated flights go back into the twenties through World War II. They had the rudimentary autopilots, and the idea was that the automation would relieve the pilots of routine flying and monitoring tasks, so that they could, you know, focus on situational awareness. Well. That situational awareness, uh, the computer can check all that uh, in seconds, right? Um, the president of the Airline Pilots Association, Tim Cannell, said that, uh, look, automation has been a boon to his union members. Uh, it's done amazing things for us. It's made us incredibly safe. And that's why we embrace it so much. And what they're talking, what they're concerned about, and what we're concerned about even when we talk about, uh, you know, cars with uh, no humans driving is the it's not necessarily the highway driving it's not the flying it's the maneuvering around in airports and mm. uh you know getting around when they have when you've got uh you know tarmacs backed up and other planes coming in and out and uh, landing and, and coming and taking off but the thing is is that their argument is going to end up being the same as what we have for the driving vehicles right uh the ones that screw it up are the humans so if the computer is able to guide them uh, they'll be able to guide them on the ground as well. They'll be able to read those and know, you know, if there's a computer that is actually monitoring everything, uh, they'll be able to guide them on the ground as well. It'll be the humans that are the dummies, and it'll be fine. Uh, but they're already taking steps toward downsizing the role of humans on the flight deck. A bill to reauthorize the FAA included language to provide funding to sing- study single pilot operations. For cargo planes uh, that move, uh, move that the Airline Pilots Association oppose. So the association uh, opposes it because they want the, you know, the double pilots, and that's what they're fighting for, for the double pilots. But yet they're still for uh, letting the computer take over and fly as long as they have pilots sitting there, right? Oh, yeah, we'll let the computer do it as long as, uh, as, long as the humans can still sit there. But uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, the aircraft was safe. Fly without anyone of the controls in case the pilot takes a bathroom break or becomes incapacitated. Well, look, you just train uh, one of the flight attendants. Uh, you know, hey, look, if he drops over, push this button and land at the nearest airport. Good luck. God bless. <laughs> I don't know that I want that. No, it doesn't sound too good. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So, Ocasio-Cortez, our new, soon-to-be, anointed from on high, Democratic Socialist President of the United States. Yep. 
Uh, she is, uh, you know, I mean, look, she's it, right? She's the, she's the one that's, uh, you know, has special dispensation from the Pope, and she's going to be the next president whenever she decides she wants to run. She can have a tough battle, though, in 2024 against President Johnson, who will be sitting in the office, President Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So that's going to be a heck of a battle. The Rock. So good. I love The Rock. I've been watching him since I, when, when my oldest son was uh, uh, really big into wrestling. You know, we used to go to all the Monday Night Raws and all the all any any wrestling event that came to town. We were living in Tampa Bay at the time, uh, so I mean, I saw the I've seen the Rock when he was smell what the Rock is cooking for <laughs> WWF, baby. <laughs> nice. He's, I mean, he's grown into a superstar, man. Totally, it's unbelievable and guaranteed. Uh, I, I I don't know. He's such a a player to the audience. I don't mm-hmm. know that he. I don't know that he would. I don't know that he wants to run and be pigeonholed as a Republican or a Democrat. Or, I mean, he even said in that last interview that he would. Uh, you know, he'd have to learn a few things. Hey, Ross Perot, what twenty some odd thirty years ago, uh, he was leading as an independent when he dropped out. So I think America could actually go the third-party route, especially nowadays. I, I, I don't think that that's a problem. I mean, that, that, and, and he might buy that. I mean, he might buy that where he wouldn't have to alienate mm-hmm. so much. He could just say, hey, this is me, and I'm running for president because I, I want to make America greater again. <laughs> Something like that. Huh. And, uh, you know, so he wouldn't have to alienate all these dingleberries. But I wonder what his campaign slogans would be. Smell what the rock is cooking. Okay, I, I walked into that one. Put that eyebrow up. <laughs> Let's go. Take me on. Go ahead. What'd you say? Put that eyebrow up, and the rock will toss you over the ring, baby. Yes, sir. Be great. Noted. <laughs> Maybe the, the actual wrestler instead of the fake one, like Donald Trump. Oh. Um. So anyway, Cortez. Uh, she had her little interview uh, this past weekend where she uh, she had trouble answering. The minor questions about uh, Israel and uh, the relations here in the United States. And I find it fascinating that the interviewer, and I gave her props yesterday as well, is that she realized that Cortez was starting to lose the battle. And instead of letting her off the hook saying, oh, my gosh, those are nice shoes you're wearing, um, she pressed her a little bit more, which really shook her. <laughs> and But uh, we did have a question, and you've seen the video of her uh, answering and at the end admitting that uh, she doesn't know. Uh, what the hell she's talking about? But we we found out uh, from uh, a tweet uh, today. Uh, Jimmy Franklin uh, reminded us that uh, Cortez has a degree in international relations. Uh, she has an economics and an international degree. Uh, I looked it up. It's a bachelor's degree, okay. so she doesn't have a master's or a doctorate. So you can tell, you know, she why she struggled so much on this. <laughs> I mean, study a little bit more, baby. If that's a bachelor's degree, you definitely need to move on because you if you know as much as she knows with a bachelor's degree, you got charged too much for college. Okay? <laughs> now, that having been said, uh, many people have pointed out that uh, some of the questions, uh, we weren't sure who answered it better, whether it was Ocasio-Cortez. Someone else. Or this particular contestant or... <laughs> This America, this South Carolina. I also think that 
what people are starting to see, at least in, in the occupation uh, of, of Palestine, is um, well, she's already just an that. increasing crisis of humanitarian condition. I personally believe <gasps> that U.S. Americans are unable to do so. You use the term the occupation of Palestine. Mm. What did oh. you mean by that? Oh, um. Oh, uh -huh. uh, wait a minute. Salma. People, people out, out there, there in our nation don't have that. I think it, what I meant is like the, the so settlements good. that are increasing. And I believe that our ed education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as. In places where, um, <laughs> where Palestinians are experiencing uh, difficulty in access to uh, their housing and homes. And I believe that they should, uh, education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. Do you think you can expand on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I'd also just, I, I am not the expert on geopolitics on oh, this issue, you know. No should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future. For me, I just look at, at keep that mic in front right of me, and I may not use the right words. <laughs> I know this is a That's very honest. That's very honest. And you're for it. Oh, thank you very much, South Carolina. I don't know who answered it better. To be let, let me, let I me, don't know how to answer that. It's a good thing that Cortez isn't running for, say, Congress. Right. Because then that would be an issue because she wouldn't be the expert. But right. that, that, wouldn't, that would be an issue if she wanted right. to be elected to a higher office. Right. But, well, I mean, she could always go back to college and get a degree in economics international relations oh wait or geography she already already has that it's just a bachelor's degree though so big deal <laughs> no problem don't worry about it and and by the way hmm. uh washington free beacon put that together and i know that we here at the blaze are big proponents of continuing to air miss south carolina's blunder uh over the years because that's about 100 years old now and uh, I would say, uh, Washington Free Beacon, you're, you're welcome for reminding you that that still exists and putting that out there. But good job putting it together. Uh -huh. uh, it was tremendous. And it really did make uh, Cortez look bad. And she looked bad. And I really do. I want to appreciate the, the firing line. And I wish I could. I didn't see what her name is underneath the firing line. But uh, pressing her by realizing that instead of being nice, mm -hmm. instead of just letting her off the hook. Mm -hmm. Which Cortez was waiting for. Mm -hmm. When she was dying to be let off the hook, man. Please let me off the hook. Could you expound on that a little bit? It's bad. But it won't matter. Bad. She will still be elected. I I hope so. I hope you're right. I mean, I hope you're right that uh, people realize that it does take a little bit of knowledge, just a little, not much. We don't ask for much, but just a little something. But when Cortez is asking to take, I don't know, almost all my money for everyone in the community to go to school, it'll never be enough, almost everybody to have food and housing and uh, go to school and uh, have transportation, uh, it'll never be enough. So when you decide that it's 70 or 80%, that still won't be enough, so you'll take some more. I don't need all my money anyway, right? I mean, it's for the greater good. I don't need all my money. <laughs> I could, you could use it to help these people over here. Yeah, because some people out there don't have maps. Thank you. 
I need to but I, you're family. right. She's she's in. You're right. She's in. But I hope that this actually is helps in people realizing that she isn't quite who she's pretending to be. She's not quite there. Didn't stop America from electing Barack Hussein Obama to the highest. Obama office. was a lot smarter than that. Smarter, yes, but definitely was able to get away with. Not being who we thought he was, or who yeah, people I know, thought but, he was. But, but well, that's true. See, he's they're on the right side of the aisle for getting away with that. That's true. Oh wait, can't say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So never mind. Now you've got me bummed out again. I'm sorry. Won't you read some tweets then? That'll gonna, brighten your day. Okay. Uh, Sabe is 84. Sabes. What is it? Sabes. Sabes. Mm-hmm. Sabe. Is it Sabe? That's the pizza place, right? I don't know. Saves 84. You know food references. Was this? Oh, she's talking about you, Keith. Again, uh, it's a guy. It's your, a guy. Your tire changing. It's, it's uh, I don't know that it's a guy. I don't know that it's a girl. And by the way, uh, if you're going to uh, the University of uh, Minnesota, uh, I can't call it a girl or a man or anything anymore. Uh, addressing someone with an incorrect pronoun uh, could get you fired or expelled from the University of Minnesota. Well, good. It's about okay? time. Okay. So I don't want to say... I don't want to say if it's a man, if it's a woman. I don't know that it's a man or a woman. You're telling me that. I don't know if that's true. His, her avatar may lead one to believe. But that you don't can't prove that that's them. No, I cannot. It's an internet avatar. I've never, You're just assuming. I've never met the man slash woman. So I don't know. You're right. I do not know. So the, the person tweeting. Okay. Oh, it we're going to assign it's a it person, a person. Now, all of a sudden. It is, it is a person. Says you, arbiter of <laughs> personhood. personhood. <laughs> was this during the wounded duck stage like three weeks ago at the Blaze Keith? Oh, when I couldn't change this oh, tire? Yeah, I would accept that man card. It, 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 Revoked, yes. Okay, well, it, it, it was. But I wasn't adding that to the story. But since you asked, I had a torn rotator cuff at the time. But still, I was able to get the other lug nuts off, so I really have no excuse, right? Right. There you go. And uh, Radine Marie Cook, who, I don't know what the hell that is, man, woman. What, what are the pronouns? For personal pronouns, already the University of Minnesota uh, students can choose from a list of personal pronouns and gender identities on the school's website. Hmm. He, him, his, none, hmm. prefer not to specify. There we go. She, her, hers, mm-hmm. they, them, theirs. Z zer zers. Oh, As for gender identity, you can check off a gender, enter your own, gender nonconforming, gender queer, man, non-binary. Prefer not to specify. There we go. That's what I want to be called in class. Um, Two spirit. Oh, here we go. We got more. Woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. Whoa. That's boring. Don't go with woman. You can't do man. Oh, you can do man. Yeah. A gender. Uh, for the gender, you can identify as a gender. You can come up with your own. Do whatever you want, whatever you want. You can identify as a, a, a twig. Oh. Gender nonconforming, gender queer, man, non-binary, prefer not to specify, two-spirit woman. Yeah. But if you say something bad, yeah, calling sure. someone by the name or pronoun the person no longer uses, oh my gosh, you could be expelled. And the personal pronouns, Zers. That's my favorite. I can't I take this. That's my favorite. I think Zers. I, I think that's my pronoun now. I want to be. Uh, I want to be Z. What if I don't call you Z? And then you're going to be expelled from the University of Minnesota, pal. Okay. Okay. 
That's the way it goes. Uh, <laughs> Can I just quote the great Milo Hamilton, who was so the good. Braves announcer, the Houston Astros later? Um, who, the, great, the great Milo Hamilton. Yeah, he he, uh, he used to say, "This ball game is over," <laughs> and I believe in hindsight he was talking about America. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, the Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't finish the tweets. Eh, I'll get to Ray Dean in a no, second. I got a tweet. I, I want to get to this tweet. But no, go to your Braves. Talk to the Bra- talk to talk about the Braves. I want to talk about the Braves now. It's called ADD. I apologize. All star game tonight. Yeah, uh, and I'm not a big. You know, I haven't been following uh, Major League Baseball much because it kind of bores me these days. Yeah, but uh, how are your Braves doing? Uh, they are uh, half a game out of first right now. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's in the All Star? Uh, who's in the All Star? They've got two game starters tonight. We got Freddie Freeman at first base, Nick Marquez in right field. Nice. Uh, should have been a starter is uh, backing up at second and who's, uh, who's starting pitcher starting pitcher is going to be uh i i forgot to look but uh we have a pitcher the braves do um fulton oh he pulled the pitcher too nice. yeah yeah so we got four all-stars nice a great team a lot of fun young team did you see the hormone derby last night where, i saw uh, some of the highlights that's what made me think of the yeah All-Star that games. was very good yeah i mean freddie lost in the first round to uh to Bryce Harper, but uh, Harper was losing in the last round. I'll wrap this up quickly. He was down with about two minutes left. I wouldn't have asked if I didn't want to know. And you just started have to wrap cranking him in front yeah. of the home crowd and won 19 uh, to 18. Crazy. It yeah. was nuts, man. Yeah, I bet it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, your all-star starters tonight, uh, starting pitchers, I'd like to know because I totally forgot. Uh, let's see here. Well, the managers, well, the reason I was, that's, that's so good is that the managers, you know, picked that out of their, out of their own pocket. So, I mean, we, if, you, yeah. if Atlanta had another pitcher picked, then that's good for yeah. the team. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. So I'm going to be watching tonight. You're going to be watching that? Oh, do you have control over the TV in your house? Cause I have a tweet that says you do not. OMG. This is from Ray Dean Marie Cook tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, OMG. The Pat on Lee's show and on the blaze just had a. Amazing video showing the kind of grit and movie-worthy stuff our law enforcement go through often. Mm-hmm. Podcast-worthy. Oh. Uh, at the Blaze, Keith's okay. Your man card showed earlier with Helsinki. Okay. Fine. Put that in your pipe. But I lost my man card for the flat tire that I had trouble changing on. Yeah, the they're Got letting it. you off the hook because yeah, of Helsinki. Fine. But, yeah. but hey, let's, talk hey. about, yeah, let's talk about man cards because hey. I, I have this tweet in front of me from uh, the real Mrs. Jeffy. I wonder who that is. Is it a verified account? Uh, you, oh, you, so you're denying knowledge? I don't know. I'm just asking, is it a verified account? <laughs> ah, I think the printer ink ran out, so the check marks came <laughs> out. Uh, turned on the Blaze app to hear Jeffy and Keith talking about my Christmas decorations at the house. And uh, no, Jeffy doesn't get a choice of what stays up. And I heard what you said, honey. Good. So someone's... One's man card is paper thin. And uh, still a man card, though. Your household. <laughs> I, 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 damn right you heard what I said. <laughs> Lucky you're getting them. I'll take the heat off take of you. Take them all back. I, I'll take the heat off of you. Then Jeffy tweeted at Carrie, asking her if she would like some more empty <laughs> picture, <laughs> picture frames. Your wife has the coolest idea that I, I love so much. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Pinterest? I mean this. Pen- Pinterest? Love screw it. you, Pinterest. I actually love it. It's such a great idea, and it looks great. She's got, uh, and I, I'm a big picture fan, whether my wife takes them or their photo, you know, paintings or whatever, whether uh-huh. my daughter paints or whatever, but put them in a frame and hang them up. But in Keith's house, there's a wall that his wife has empty 
frame. And it's right, it's right next to the it TV. Is so, so cool I can't looking. Watch TV. It is so cool looking with the little with the frames inside of frames and frames it's over cool. frames, overlapping frames. I love it. Yep, it was a great cool. idea. Yep. And thank and, you. Uh, thank you, Fishers. I love it. Thank you to the Fishers for adding and, to it. And every time we go out, my wife looks for frames ah! for Carrie. And we actually have some at the house now we've got to drop off. I'm sorry, no, you, have some no, you and, do not uh, have can... anything at the house that you need to drop off. So if you, like me, want to purchase more picture frames without pictures, oh, and you don't want any back or anything, you just want the frames, so you're going to need that financial freedom, because I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've bought enough frames for the Gamalinac house, I'll tell you that. <laughs> this is going to be the most important message you're going to want to hear, all right? This Thursday, July 19th, Glenn Beck, you know him, the guy that runs this joint is hosting a free online investment training broadcast. It's a special night. could be very valuable to you. I know I am already signed up. It's uh, on the new asset class that he personally has been investing his own money in, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Look, Glenn believes that cryptos could help you and millions of Americans restore your financial freedom. I want him to be so right. I cannot tell you. Would you like to learn more about cryptos? I know I would. Would you like to have free investment training? Yeah, I know I would. Yes. Then go to BeckCryptoShow.com. I already signed up. I've been getting my emails from Tika Tawari already reminding me, hey, don't forget Thursday. Don't forget Thursday. I got it. Go to BeckCryptoShow.com and register. It's a free event, but you do have to register. Glenn? And Tika Tawari from Palm Beach Letter is going to walk you through the new case for Bitcoin. Tika is going to give you the names of three cryptocurrencies that he recommends that you should buy right now. Plus, you're going to get the exclusive free training on this new market where you could turn a few hundred dollars into a small fortune. And you're also going to get a chance to take part in the Palm Beach Letter's exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. Go to BeckCryptoShow.com. It's free. All you have to do is register. BackCryptoShow.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. returns on the blaze radio network yes pat gray program does return for the final few minutes of the broadcast you're listening to the blaze radio network uh, coming up uh, on the blaze radio network you've got uh, glenn beck and then uh, buck sexton coming up uh, this evening six to nine eastern on the blaze radio network and uh, you heard uh, earlier from one of our callers that buck will be telling you what a great thing uh, donald trump did uh Oh. They probably did that last night anyway. Oh, yeah, breaking and, news, though. And look, what? Oh, do I? Trump uh, says he misspoke on Russian meddling See. during the press conference, accepts U.S. intel findings. Of course he does. That just it was just him being nice. Like, that's what you, it's just like I said. It just, and the thing is, is it's not going to matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is that all everything else was still in place. All that's happening now is just that he gets to get beat up now, double the fun. He just gave, you know, the fake media double the fun. They get to beat him up for saying it, 
and they get to beat him up for walking it back, and we move on with our lives. It's it just drives me insane. You know, we were speaking of the uh, of the All Star Game tonight, and I, I actually forgot that it was going to be on until this morning. And I was thinking, I thought about Keith and uh, his uh, beloved Atlanta Braves. But you know, when I was living in Tampa Bay, the Rays were, uh, you know. I loved him. In fact, I mean, I remember going to the, you know, we broadcast the Rays, the very first game uh, at the radio station I worked at. I produced it. Um, the uh, It's, you know, it was a lot of fun to go to the Rays game. And I like, uh, yeah, I like Tropicana Field. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I'm one of the few. That's that stadium that looks slanted. I'm one of the few. From the interstate? Uh, yes. <laughs> but they're building a brand new stadium now. I believe it just, just seems like yesterday they became a team. They, uh, they're building a brand new stadium in Tampa. <laughs> it's supposed to be in Tampa, in Ybor City, along the interstate. There was another place that they wanted to build it for years, which would have been a lot better, and they should have consulted me, but they didn't. Uh, but this one is going to be in. Uh, this one is in Tampa. They made the argument for years that uh, 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 attendance would be better if it was if they were closer to Tampa and Orlando than St. Petersburg, because people people from St. Petersburg travel to Tampa easier than people from Tampa travel to St. Petersburg. It's just the way it is. It's, if you live there, people from Tampa Bay and outside and, and yeah. uh, east of Tampa Bay don't want to come west toward the beaches. But the people that live along the beaches on the western part of Florida will travel east into Tampa and Orlando. It's huh. just a, it's weird, but it's just the way it is. So they're building the stadium uh, farther east. And good for them. Bless them. But their A affiliate, is uh, got a big, uh, big social media rift because uh, they're posting a big promotion for its Millennial Night. <laughs> Want free things without doing much work? Well, you're in luck. Nice. <laughs> Riverwalk Stadium will be Millennial friendly on Saturday, July 21st. Coming up, you still have time. We can still make it. Who is this? The Montgomery Biscuits. The Montgomery Biscuits. Uh, <laughs> you get a participation ribbon. Giveaway just for showing up. I love it. Napping and selfie stations along with lots of avocados. That's fantastic. And you can insert your rolling eye emoji because today is oh! World Emoji Day. You're a professional. So you're Jerry. there. Yeah. You're all there. I mean, I, I, the minor league teams have so much fun. In fact, I wish we had the time. I could tell you what I wanted to do to set the world record or the Guinness Book of World Records. It's the one thing, the Guinness World Record, that I could be a part of and eating, hold. Eating. No. Oh. Although, okay, so this is two things, two things. That, I could, that I could be a part of. Eating well, and? I, if Pat's not here tomorrow, and, and let's pray that he is, but yeah. if he's not, I'm going to tell you what I can do to have set the world record for the Guinness World Worker Records with minor league baseball. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Put that in your pipe. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Attention.